mal. Welcome to the prayer line. Hallelujah. We praise Yah. Uh-huh. 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 Uh-huh.
All the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn has thou exalted like the horn of the wild ox. I am anointed with rich oil. Mine eye also have gazed on them that lie and wait for me. My ears have heard my desire of the evildoers that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like the palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Planted in the house of Jehovah, they shall flourish in the course of our power. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. They shall be full of sap and richness to declare Jehovah is upright, my rock, in whom there is no unrighteousness. Hallelujah. Most high, most powerful, creator of all things. You created me. You created us. You created more things. I exist in your power, and you help me to understand that because you are is the reason that I am. Most high, most powerful, creator of all things. You created me. You created us. You created more things. I exist in your power, and you help me to understand that because you are is the reason that I am. Torah Rabbi Yehoah Eloheinu, for this set-apart day, even the holy Shabbat day, that you have allowed us, O great king, to make it through the course of our week with all the trials and the tribulations that are placed before us, O great king. Torah Rabbi Yehoah Eloheinu, for divine understanding, that oftentimes you give us gifts, but there are requirements attached. The requirements may seem to be extremely difficult. They may break down our spirits. They may even take us off the mark of greatness. But it is planted there for us to understand that there's always a pathway. As long as we place you at the end of that tunnel with the divine understanding that sometimes you just make us think, yeah, and figure things out to get that blessing, to get that reward, to get to the other side of the situation that we often label a problem. So Toda, yeah, for even being with us each step of the way. Toda, for not allowing us to be discouraged, but to be of great courage and no fear. For fear is a stumbling block to righteousness, O great king. We even thank you, O Yah, our power, for placing us in the midst of those that are not like us with a divine understanding that we are to be a likeness to them, to lead, to teach, and to instruct in righteousness. We can see how easy it is to assimilate to their ways, to even taking on their customs and their false gods. But the beauty of it is knowing when you have made that difference and transitioned out of that train of thought and into the true servants of you, O great king, that you can see the great difference in the two. And now setting yourself apart gives you the opportunity to turn it up, to even bring forth by leading with an example as our guide, O great king. Torah, even for the elders that are in our midst that have paved the way that we can utilize to even guide us, O great king, in conjunction with this book of the law. Torah Rabbi Yehoah Eloheinu, even for the Yeladim, the youth, the next generation that are even faced with dire straits if we don't get ourselves together as the house of Yisrael. 
Allow us to not be caught up in the smoke screen, even the fog of deceit, lies, and the chaos that we live in, O great King. For you are the creator of all these things, that we may be able to sift through all those illusions and realize that there's nothing that moves forward without thee. Blessed art thou, O Yah, our power, and blessed be the works of thy hands. And the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, Yah finished his work which he had made. And he rested on the seventh day and hallowed it. Because that ended, he rested from all his works which Yah in creating had made. O thou who art most holy, look upon thy people in mercy. Hear thou us, O power of Abraham. Nurture us, O power of Yitzchak. Save us, we implore thee, O power of Yisrael. Let us not out, O Yah, though our sins be many. Cast our evil doings into the bottomless pit to remain forevermore. Our hope is in thee, O Yah, and without thy mercy we have naught. Father of wisdom, thou dispenser of knowledge, cause our hearts to discern and our minds to retain thy law. Bless Yisrael to know thee as we did in the days of yore. That the sign of the Shabbat shine brightly from this thy house and from us thy people, Yisrael. Let our voices mingle with the hosts of heaven as we joyfully proclaim. Blessed be the name of our power and blessed be his holy day. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu. Yah Ekad. Baruch Shem Kevo. Ma'akuto le'olam wa'ed. Hallelujah. This is the day which Yah has made. And we will be glad and rejoice thereon. Unto thee do I lift up mine eyes. O thou that art enthroned in the heavens, ascribe unto Jehovah the glory due unto his name. Worship Jehovah in the beauty of holiness. And thee, O Yah, do I take refuge, let me never be ashamed. Thou hast given us joy in the place of sorrow. Thy truth is like a heady wine. Shout for joy, O ye children of Israel. Proclaim the name of our king to whom the sun doth shine and the wind sing. Jehovah is our sun and shield. Who then can master us? To thee, power of our fathers, do we give honor and glory. For who is Yah beside thee? Be thou our judge, O Yah, against the ungodly nations. Save us, O our king, we beseech thee. Then shall we come clapping, singing, jumping, shouting, praising, crying, and extolling thy holy name. For with thee is the fountain of light, and thy light do we see light. Thy loving kindness, Yah, is in the heavens. Thy faithfulness reacheth into the skies. Depart from evil and do good and dwell forevermore in peace. For Yahuwah love of justice and for sake of not his holy ones. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu. Yah Echad. Baruch Shem Kevo. Ma'akuto le'olam. Y'ed. Hallelujah. Where is the power of Abraham? It is called our father from Chaldea. Art thou not he, O power of Yisrael? Where is the power of Yisrael? Please bless him with the righteous Rebqua. Thou art one and the same. Who knoweth him who changed Jacob's name? Thou, O Yah, would e'er remain. Though yourself sojourned in Egypt, yet did all men show him favor. Thy hand, O Yah, was with him. Thou didst help Moshe and Yisrael against Pardo. Who stood up the mighty Red Sea? Manna dropped from heaven to sustain thy people in the wilderness. 
They fashion the calf to bow down to, yet to Yisrael didst thou show mercy. We give thanks unto thee, O Yah. We will tell of thy wondrous works. And Yehuda is Yah known, his name is great in Yisrael. His foundations in, is in the holy mountain. We will sing of the mercies of Yehoah forever, and to all generations we will make them to be known. Stay thou, O Yah, in the midst of us. Cause righteousness once more to be sown. So shall the heavens praise thy wonders, Yah, thy faithfulness in the holy assembly. Let Yisrael awaken the day with their praises. Glory to Yah now and forevermore. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu, Yah Echad, Baruch Shem Kevo Makuto Leolam Wa'ed. Hallelujah. O Yah, thou art my power. Earnestly will I seek thee. Hear my voice, merciful Father. Preserve me from my enemies. Send out thine angels to protect me. O thou that hearest prayer with thy mighty hand, Yah, subdue all those that hate us. Remember us in mercy, Yah, and pardon all our transgressions. Except thy power doth bless us, how could we hope to prosper? Unless thy creator protect us, we as if we had not been. Stay thy hand, O death, for he doth forgive our iniquities. So will I sing praises to his name that I may perform my vows. The dead praise not Yah, nay, nor any that go down into silence. Let us extol our power while we have life. Sing praises to our power while we have any being. Together, we will lift up our voices and gratefully sing. Withhold not thy voice from extolling our maker. Let young and old praise him together. Let the tribes come near and testify, even the tribes of Yisrael, the mighty of Yehoah. Say among the nations, Yehoah reigneth. Thy power, Yisrael, over all the world. For Yehoah will not cast off his people, neither will he forsake his inheritance. Thy testimonies are very sure. Holiness become a thine house, now, O Yah, and forevermore. Hallelujah. Shema Yisrael. Yah Eloheinu, Yah Echad. Baruch Shem Kevo, Makuto Le'olam, Y'ed. Hallelujah. Once again, thanking this great king. I just want to leave leave us with a, a little message before we move forward. And I'm pretty sure my Esau won't mind that I, I had to use life's example for us within the past week. And I'll be very brief because I could be expansive, but there's a key point that I'm trying to drive home here. So in the midst of a large project that she acquired earlier in, in the week with 85 square feet of home that we had to perform services on, uh, we uh, we actually got underway and everything seemed to be quite well as it was going because she's one heck of a cleaner and she uh, makes things shine. And she has, that's, that's her love. So we went in understanding there was a lot, of, a lot of property to cover, so we did so. But as we went throughout the course of the week, which this, by the way, basically took the entire week, uh, it was never complete. When we thought it was done, there was more things that were brought up. And even down to yesterday, it was the same thing. You know, we we thought it was going to get closed out, but there was still more things. So then my wheel started spinning. And I had to realize, okay, so 
there has to be something beyond this cleaning. What is it that we're not doing that is not completing this job? This is a, a brand new property. So when you have a new construction move in, you have brand new items. You have tape on windows, you have tags, you have stickers, you have overspray from paint. There's a lot of a lot of things that happen in the midst of building a home. So what it made me think of is when you go to the store and you buy clothing, what do you have on that clothing? You have tags. When you get your, your, your outfit home and you're ready to wear it, you take the tags off so that you can wear the, the, the clothing comfortably without having tags all over the place. So it came to me when I went to the father with it, he was like, son, take the tags off. Before you get to making things shine, before you start making things glimmer, you have to go through and take the tags off and then personalize it and bring forth the luster and the beauty through your, your, your handiwork. So that's the message I want us to get. It's okay to make things shine, but sometimes before we go into things in life, take the tags off. Take the things that can be stumbling blocks out of your way so that you can shine. Hallelujah with Shabbat Shalom. Uh, you were nothing, not even seen as a piece. Looked at like not even dirt was beneath you. Without the truth, no one would believe you. were three fifths. I mean, why would they need to? Your man killed and degraded before your eyes. In front of little ones, zipped over inside of mine. They married you off, but took and went in your wives. You took and fear when no one was at your time. All this happened until humbly you cried. I heard your voice and knew what had transpired. Remember your father and how they obliged. And knew to your oppressor, I was set by. And you were leader and put my words in his mouth. Promise you were led this set to spy it out. I cleaned and dressed you, liked you in my house. That's why I can't believe you were still rolling now. Dirty 
strife. If you're stubborn and stiff, you always take it to life. The end of your road, you want it to be husband and wife. Now we can go towards a solution. There's only one hand, colors are confusion. Let me leave so I can clear the way you're moving. I always look to my voice and chaos is soothing. I draw you back through my love, you no longer need the roll. You have no debt to no one, I paid all your loans. Watch your filthiness from your crown to your soul. You place in my kingdom away to my home. Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Shalom, everybody. Welcome to the prayer line. I'm your hostess, Kokavia Berakel Batoshea Belevi Ben Yisrael. And here's my advice to you there is no competition unless you compete with yourself. Hey, you guys. It's a new day, it's a new Shabbat, it's a new week, new experience for us. Yeah, my husband got real personal. That was my business. And um, I get personal a little bit, but he got real personal. It got it bothered me. That whole incident bothered me because I'm supposed to be great at everything I do, unless it's the first time I try it and I have no idea what I'm doing. But this is the point. Don't be afraid to try new things. Don't be afraid to put yourself out there to be able to figure out some more information because we don't know everything. And you have to challenge yourself. Compete against your old self. Don't be afraid to take yourself on for a new challenge because if you become afraid of your own self and what's in you, then how could you expect anybody to give you a chance or to you know, my emo, this is her new thing. It comes from an old movie. Take a chance, honey. We've got to take a chance. Take some chances. We take chances, the risks, with things that we shouldn't, you know, with your life, bungee jumping and things like that. No, I'm not talking about those type of chances. I'm talking about step outside your own perspective for a moment your own perception, and relate to information that you may have never heard before so it can improve you, so it can make you better, so it can show you some things that you never knew. That's what I mean by challenge yourself. If you're not in a competition with yourself, your competition with the neighbor or your sister or the, or the guy down the street, it's futile. I thank the creator for this day, for this opportunity, for the information to be permitted and related back to me the way that I needed it so that it can improve me in my business and making us a little uncomfortable where you're not so great and you didn't do such a good job because maybe the task that you're used to is not the one that you're asked for. Hey, you know, we got rated on the task that we're used to, and you know what? Gave all kinds of excellent rave reviews. Beautiful job. But for this stuff that you're not used to, 
you got to do better. And so that's my challenge to all of Israel. Yeah, you, you're good at singing songs on Shabbat. You're good at reading those psalms when we beg you and, and, and doing things to help certain areas. But the areas that you're not so good at, you might need to practice on that so that you can become the expert. But right now, you don't know so much. And this is the key. We don't know everything. We don't. But our job is to figure it out, right? So as the creator gives us time to our days and he gives us opportunity to learn new things, we accept it and embrace it and love it. So that's my little word for you this morning. What's the psalm that I'm going to read? Well, it's a psalm that we know very well. It used to be and probably still is used in some temple services, to start out their Shabbat service. And so Psalms 47 just started calling me, like, and I'm like, yes, to read me. I said, okay. So here we are at Psalms 47, okay? I pray that there's a psalm out there calling your name because I don't want to be in this by myself. It's kind of boring when I do it by myself. But when everybody light up the room, with praise and exaltation, it gets the attention of the creator. All right, the angels are taking the message back. They're serving you and worshiping you, and they're doing it without being forced. They want to serve you. I don't know what's going on down there, but I like it. May the Most High like what he sees. Psalms 47, it reads on this wise, Oh, clap your hands, O ye people. Shout out to Elohim with the voice of triumph, for Yehoah is most high. He's awful, a great king over all the earth. He subdues peoples under us and nations under our feet. He chooses our inheritance for us, the pride of Yaakov, whom he loveth, Selah. Elohim is gone up amidst shouting. Yah missed the sound of the horn. Sing praises to our power, sing praises. Sing praises unto our king, sing praises. For Elohim is king of all the earth. Sing ye praises in a skillful song. The Most High reigneth over the nations. He sitteth upon his holy throne. The princes of the peoples are gathered together. The people of Elohim of Abraham, unto the power belong the shields of the earth. He is greatly exalted. Oh, yes. Go ahead, family. Clap your hands. This is going to express the joy that you have over the Most High being the power over all people. And he's principally the power over us. We, the nation of Israel, we can sing praises to the Most High, who is awful. Yeah, he's full of awe. Take a look at the sun and the moon and all the things that he has done from the very beginning, and it still stands to this day. It speaks of the power of the Most High over all of his creation. And remember, whom he loves is the most significant contribution to this psalm that we can understand. He poses a purpose for the love that's out there. To love means that you make a choice to listen to the Creator, to uphold his commandments. The Most High chose you, Yisrael, to be his holy people. Are we going to choose him back? 
Are we going to acknowledge his, his presence on the throne? Are we going to sing praises to him? Or does he have to continue to beg us for our love? I'll tell you one thing. The creator gets fed up, and there's no other power on this universe apart from the creator that can do all the things that we need for him to do. So I suggest we all just start giving it to the creator because he deserves it. Well, I'm done. I'm going to take a step back from my soapbox, and I'm going to give you the mic. Let's see who the you is. Let's see if we have any volunteers to give y'all the credit that's due to his name on this beautiful, beautiful Shabbat morning. All right. I'm going to start at the top and work my way on down. Shabbat shalom. All right, all right, all right. Look, coming to America. (laughs) Is that what I said? I don't know. I be saying it sometimes. (laughs) Uh, guard your tongue, guard your tongue. Don't be like me. Shabbat Shalom. What's on your mind today? What psalm is on your heart? Hallelujah. Shabbat Shalom. Give our honor praises to the Creator for another day of life, another Shabbat week. Thanking Him for getting us through the week that we just went through. And I pray that the Most High is with you all. I would like to read Psalms 8. Hallelujah. Oh, yeah, Hallelujah. How excellent is thy name in all the earth. Who has set thy glory above the heavens? Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. (laughs) When I consider thy heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained, what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou visitest him? For thou hast made him a little lower than the angels, and hast crowned him with the glory and honor. Thou madest him to have dominion over the works of of thy hands. Thou hast put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field, the fowl of the air, and the fish of the sea, (coughs) and whatsoever passes through the paths of the seas. O Yah, our Yah, how excellent is thy name in all the earth. And what a a true statement and and, um, psalm that is, because all the things that is going on around us. We thank the Most High that He has protected us in the air, on ground, in cars, in schools, at work, all the different places and the different things that we do. We always, Most High always blesses His people and watches out for us. So we have to continue to praise Him, continue to pray to Him and, and stay prayed up and continue to help each other and be with each other because that's what they, they want to destroy, the, the net that we draw together with each other and I pray the most high you to continue to watch over us and keep us safe from all this hurt, harm, and danger that's going on in the earth. So I thank the most high for all things and everything and for everyone on this line. Praying that the most high will bless your week to come. Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom. Hallelujah. Shabbat shalom. Wonderful psalm choice. Beautiful words. And may the most high continue to bless your spirit, bless your heart. Like your grandma would say, bless your heart and bless this day for the family and for you as well. Shabbat shalom. Told out for the reading. Yeah. All right. Now that you got the idea on how it's done, star five star, get your in, raise your hand so that you can read a psalm of your choosing. All right, Cohen Zato, I see you. I see your hand in the air all early. Shabbat shalom. Which one of these psalms are you going to use as your psalm of praise? Hallelujah, Shabbat Shalom. Uh, excuse the background noise. I'm traveling right now, but 
I want to give praises to Yah. I want to ask my, my Shosh if he would uh, do me a favor and read Psalms 145 for me, please. So that. Did you ask him for 125? 145. 145. Oh, one of my favorites. Okay, I'll ask your Shosh. Well, what's the female version of Shosh? I don't. Ah, uh, Shosh. have a problem I don't but uh, <laughs> I was just wondering you know because we got this Shosh down pat but um Shosh y'all gonna have to come up with a female version for for the for Shosh because it's not fair that all you you guys are Shoshing it up and, we, and what, what are we Shoshes we gotta we gotta find something yeah. we need somebody to talk up for us all right Shosh the songs 145 Bavakwasha Hallelujah, hallelujah. Asking the most I even hover over Cohen as he's in transit. Bless his safe arrival and return. Hallelujah to Healing 145. I will extol thee, my power, O King, and I will bless thy name forever and ever. Every day will I bless thee, and I will praise thy name forever and ever. Great is Jehovah and highly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall land thy works to another, and shall declare the, thy mighty acts, the glorious splendor of thy majesty, and thy wondrous works will I rehearse. And men shall speak of the might of thy tremendous acts. And I will tell of thy greatness. They shall utter the fame of thy great goodness and shall sing of thy righteousness. Jehovah is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and of great mercy. Jehovah is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. All thy works shall praise thee, O Yah. And thy holy ones shall bless thee. They shall speak of the glory of thy kingdom and talk of thy might to make known to the sons of men his mighty acts and the glory of the majesty of his kingdom. Thy kingdom is a kingdom for all ages and thy dominion endureth throughout all generations. Yehoah upholdeth all that fall and and raises raiseth up all those that are bowed down. The eyes of all wait for thee, and thou givest them their food in their, in due season. Thou openest thy hand, thy land sleek out thy hand, and satisfiest every living thing with favor. Jehovah is righteous in all his ways and gracious in all his works. Jehovah is nigh to all them that call upon him, to 
all that call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desire of them that fear him. He also will hear that their cry and will save them. Jehovah preserveth all that love him, for all the wicked shall be destroyed. Shall he will he destroy? My mouth shall speak the praise of Jehovah, and let all flesh bless his holy name forever and ever. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I just want to thank the Most High for so many things, but the psalm said it itself. But more importantly, I want to thank him for the life of my mother. Without her, I wouldn't be here. So, Todaya, for blessing her to come upon another year, another couple of hours. So, Todaya, for that. My daughter, Tanya, my second daughter, God's blessed her today to see 19 years, and I pray that Yehovah bless her to live a long life where her service will be to him and to humanity. And my son, Nasi, turned 15 yesterday. I pray that Yah will guide him, mold him, shape him to become a servant of Yah's throughout the planet. So I give all honor and praise unto this great king for his mercy truly endures forever. Praise the mighty Yah. Wow, what beautiful attributes that you are giving up to the Most High, thanking him for all the things he's done for you, even down to the birth of your mother. And I'm going to tell you, for those that still have their Ima, be so grateful, ever so grateful. If you have any one of your parents, be ever so grateful, because there are some of us who don't have any of our parents. And in and in our children, you know, they're the fruit of our of our loins and our womb, and the Creator has blessed them right in our midst of us. So we have to just give it up, shout Him out for all that He's doing, and for safe travels. That's not a light matter, you know. Those of us that go from place to place every day for work, traveling, it's uh beautiful thing to know that the Most High is with us and taking us to and fro, even in short distances, whether you're going a long way or short, it's no light matter. So we have to appreciate all the Most High is doing. So I appreciate you acknowledging those things, highlighting them, and giving Yah the glory. That's who deserves it. And I pray that the Most High will bless each and every one of them with more life and that you will get to your destination without any harm befalling you. Shabbat Shalom, be safe, and we'll be speaking shortly. Ooh, y'all feel this? It's called energy. I hope you all are gathering it. I hope you all are getting some good spirit, a good mind, a thought to want to read the psalm, hand going in the air like right now. Yes, this is the psalm service. We don't want to wait till later. I'm going to do it now. Shabbat Shalom, my Kaizaba. for raising your hand, star five star. And showing the family how to do it. Show us how to read that psalm as well. Which one of these psalms are you going to be choosing today? Please forgive me. I had to get my phone off mute. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry? It's all good. All Hallelujah. good. Hallelujah. Well, actually, I want to read Psalms 4. And I'll tell you why. 
Uh, and my husband and I, we do scripture reading. He He's the one who reads and breaks it down. He read Psalms 4 last night. We were so mesmerized. And we've read Psalms 4 in the past. But for some reason, we were so mesmerized. We felt like it was a, a psalm of love. Uh, it was a, a poetic psalm of love. So I'm going to read it. And I, I hope that you guys can get the same type of energy and enthusiasm and excitement that we got out of it. Uh, I'm just going to pull it up, Psalm 4. I'm sorry, I should have had it ready. Psalms 4, hallelujah. Hear me when I call, O Abba, of my righteousness. Thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. O ye sons of men, how long will ye turn my glory into shame? How long will ye love vanity and seek after blessing? Say Yah. But know that Yah hath set apart him that is jolly for himself. Yah will hear when I call unto him. Stand in awe and sin not. Commune with your own heart upon your bed and be still. Save us. Offer the sacrifices of righteousness and put your trust in Abba. There be many that say, who will show us any good? Abba, lift thou up the light of thy countenance upon us. Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than in the time that their corn and their wine increase. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Abba, only makest me dwell in safety. We were just in love with Abba, in love with that space, in love with that energy. And shortly after, he laid us down to sleep. So, hallelujah. Well, hallelujah. Yes, ma'am, that is the what I call the night psalm. And Psalms 5 is the morning psalm. So, at night you read that one, and in the morning you read Psalms 5. Psalms 4 is amazing, yes, and it excited me just as much as it excited you. Because when you, yeah, when you look at the Most High as your, the power of your righteousness, oh, my righteous power, I mean, any way you say it is, is only a good thing. Only the Most High is so righteous. And if we look at him as our founder as the one who is going to help mold our character. You've got to know that if you've taken him as a example, you had a very great example as being <laughs> righteous, you know. Oh. And, and, and then when you hear the words uh, that's addressed to the wicked, you know, you've got to know that there's a sense of glory and honor in a relationship when you are with the creator. You make it your business to be in a relationship with him day and night. He's going to make it his business to make sure he hears your prayers and talks to you. You know, mm. and you asking him, oh, Most High, please don't be so angry with me. 
You know, I'm sorry if I sinned or, you know, you, you, you're, you're taking the day into account in this, in this moment. And you're saying, you know, if I did anything wrong, I apologize. I'm sorry, most I don't, don't hold it against me. You know, don't, 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 don't take me uh, to a point where, um, it's not going to be good for me. If if you don't bless my moment, it's not going to be good. You know, this is a really good psalm to read before you go to bed because you're talking about being right with the creator, you know, having him be the light of your countenance. That's a, a, a beautiful pairing of words. So, yeah, this is one of my favorites as well. And I thank the creator for blessing our harvest. Even though we don't have the agricultural produce that is being spoke about in this particular psalm, we are counting our blessings like I spoke about earlier. There's something greater than than full barns and overflowing cisterns, and that's the pure joy of being in the presence of the creator, knowing that he's got your back. The peace that comes over you before you lay down and go to sleep, sometimes some of us are anxious about the day, like I was. I was very anxious about the day. And so when that sleep comes on you and you're peaceful, you can wake up and say, I'm refreshed. You better be happy and know that it was the Most High who put that spirit all over you. So, yeah, I was excited about that song. <laughs> and, you know, so, Tavia, before I hang up, I, uh, I have fell asleep. I actually got up late, and I, I never get up late for the Shabbat. I felt my husband is still asleep. It felt like the Most High just put a blanket of peace and joy over us. The sleep was so sweet, and it lasts so long, and it was so magnificent. So that's that some works. At least it worked for us, and we were very happy. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. Take that anxiety away before I go to bed, Most High. Told out for that. Look, he made her sleep and dwell in safety in her sleep, and her husband is still asleep. Somebody really got some safety out of that prayer. <laughs> All praises to the Most High. Told out for the reading. All right, if you want to join the psalm service, Raise your hand, star five star, and let your voice be heard. Choose the psalm. Hey, it's 150 of them. It's <laughs> not going to be hard. All right, I call Yehudi. Shabbat Shalom. Share with us what psalm you're going to be reading as a joyful moment. Or are you tearful? You feeling sad and depressed? There's a psalm in there for you if you're feeling sad and depressed. But I hope you're not feeling sad and depressed. This is a good day. Shabbat Shalom to you. Shabbat Shalom. All praise to the Holy One of Israel. We don't deserve you, but we're going to serve you and keep all your laws. Torah Rabbah, yeah, for Psalm 62. Truly, my soul waiteth upon Yah. For from him cometh my salvation. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense. I shall not be greatly moved. Let me repeat that. He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense, and I shall not be greatly moved. How long will you imagine mischief against a man? You should be slain, all of you, as a bowing wall shall you be, and as a totting fence. They only consult to cast down from his excellency. They delight in lies. They bless with their mouth, but they curse inwardly. Selah. My soul waiteth. My soul wait thou only upon Yah, for my expectation is from him. 
He only is my rock and my salvation. He is my defense, and I should not be moved. In Yah is my salvation and my glory, the rock of my strength. My refuge is in Yah. Trust in him at all times, ye people. Trust in him at all times, Yisrael. Pour out your heart before him. Yah is a refuge for us, Selah. Surely men of low degree are vanity, and men of high degree are a lie. To be lain in the balance, they are altogether lighter than vanity. Trust not in oppression, and become not vain in robbery. If riches increase, set not your heart upon them. Yah has spoken once, twice have I heard this, that power belongs to Yah. Power belongs to Yah. And to thee, O Yah, belongeth multitude of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgression. Wash me. Did I miss a whole verse? Slika. Something done jumped. Slika, slika, slika. This is what happened with this book. It's just so tattered and torn. My birthday is coming and you want to give me a gift? Might want to buy me another Torah. Okay, I'm all off. Hold on. Let me find it. Well, let me just intertwine this 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 other section in here. And this would it say. In the multitude of that tender mercies, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that thou mayest be justified when you speaketh and be clear with your when you judgeth. Behold, I was shaped in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, thou desire truth in the inward part, and in the hidden part thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Hide thy face from my sin, and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O Yah, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me and not cast me not away from your presence, and take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. Then will I teach transgressors your way and sinners shall be converted unto you. Deliver me from blood guiltlessness, O Yah, most high of my salvation, and my tongue shall sing aloud of thy righteousness, O Yah. Open thou my lips and my mouth shall show forth thy praise. For thou desirest not sacrifice, else would I give it. Thou delightest not in burnt offering. The sacrifices are Yah of Yah. The sacrifices of Yah are a broken spirit, a broken and a contrite heart. O Yah, you will not despise. Do good in your good pleasures unto Zion. Build thou the walls of Jerusalem. Then shall thou be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then shall thou... Then shall they offer bullocks upon thy altar. Most high, most powerful, creator of all things. I just want to thank you for another Shabbat. Peace of mind. The world will go on for hearing the brothers and sisters' voices. Oh, of course, I don't. Hallelujah for hearing your voice. Sar, Todaya. I just love hearing you all. All praises to the most high. May he continue to wrap his arms around 
each and every one of you all under the sound of my voice. All praise to Yah. Yah is righteous. Yah is holy. And let Yah be magnified. And thanks for reminding me that it's your mom's birthday. You know she's my buddy. Hallelujah. All right. Yes. Well, I'm glad you remind her, too, because she's the type of buddy that'll chop you. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> she, she, she's the one that actually told me about this prayer line. Imagine that. I do. I can imagine it. This is a beautiful thing. See, wisdom is not just loud and boastful and boisterous. It's also eloquently silent and confident. And when you have that about you, you don't need anybody to, you know, tap you on your shoulder or to, to, to pull you up. Oh, you're the bomb. Most already knows who I am. You know, it's some of us, we have to do things silently. What David is doing in that psalm you just read is completely depending on the creator, and he's silently waiting for him. He's silently expressing how he's going to resign from being uh, tormented or attacked. I'm not going to worry about these things because y'all got me. Your expectation is your hope in the most high. No matter who's there, no matter what they say or what they do or how they're trying to tear you down, be like David. Address the righteousness. Listen for the lessons that the creator has for you and wait silently on him. And when you get a message and it comes once and then again twice, this is a conventional way of understanding how wisdom works. The point here is that David is hearing the message with certainty, and he is translating this as this is God's loyal love, his mercy towards me, the covenant that he promised that we are still part of to each one of us. Just know that Yah is the true judge, and he's going to repay everybody to their face, whether it's a reward or whether it's a mocker. Either way, you're going to get whatever is coming to you. But while you're being you, depend on Yah and wait silently for him. You don't have to express all the time. But that's what that psalm said to me. All praises to the creator. I love it. Told out for reading Psalm 62. Told out for all the psalms. Look, we got to find out what they call the shoshis for the sisters. I know a shosh is like a friendly term for the brothers, but I'm trying to wait on what my my term is. And I'm not going to call you a Susie. (laughs) That's horses. All right, all right, all right. Let's see here. Okay, we do have another hand in the air. And for those of you that's trying to figure out the Shosh thing too, now trust me, if you go to Israel, they're going to show you the pieces if you're a brother. I haven't heard what the sister's going to do yet. And please, speaking of going over there to Israel, we're still looking for support. So if you all got that uh fund, go fund me. Go and fund me now. We need to get to Israel and, and do some, some, some serious research. So go ahead and, and, and check it out. And we love to have you 
um, send the, the, the Kohanim to Israel and the Morim to Israel. Um, if you want to send me, you could sponsor me, but I'm not asking. Uh, anyway, moving right along. Um, that was an excellent psalm. We still have hands in the air? Psalm service still going on? Okay. All right, Akoda Dara. You here bright and early? It must be a psalm you want to read. We're waiting for you. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. It's so good to be here. Hallelujah. Raising up the name and praising his high and holy name. This morning I was listening to some music, listening to some beautiful songs, and I had to jump in. I just had to jump in because I want to testify about the goodness of this high. I don't know about everybody else, but I'm sitting here and I'm doing what I do, and I just want to give thanks and glory and praise to his name while there is breath in my mouth, in my body, in my soul, because I love to praise him. So I'm going to spend, I'm going to um, read Psalm 85, Psalm 86, so last week, Psalm 86, if it hasn't been read yet. No, that's not it. Hold on. And, yeah, that's my song, Psalm 86, and it reads on this one. A prayer of David. Yah, incline your ears. Answer me, for I am poor and destitute. Guard my soul, for I am devout. Save your servant who trusts you. Oh, you, my Elohim. Show me favor, oh Yah. For you, for to you do I call all the day. Gladden the soul of your servant. For to you, O Adonai, I lift up my soul. For you, O Adonai, are good and forgiving and abundantly kind to all who call upon you. Give ear, Hashem, to my prayer and heed the sound of my supplication. On the day of my distress, I call upon you, but you will answer me. There is none like you among the powers who are denied, and there is nothing like your work. All the nations that you have made will come and bow down before you. So I deny and give glory to your name, for you are great and what's wanted. You alone are Elohim. Teach me, Leah, your way, that I may travel in your truth. Unite my heart to fear your name. I will thank you, Lord, and I, my Elohim, with all my heart, and I will give honor to your name forever. For your kindness toward me is great, and you have rescued my soul from the nethermost death. Our Elohim transgressors have risen up against me. A company of ruthless men has brought my soul, and they have not set you before themselves. But you, O Adonai, are the merciful and compassionate Elohim, slow to anger, abundant in kindness and truth. Turn to me and show me favor. Give your strength to your servant and save the son of your handmaid. Display for me a sign for good so that my enemies 
may see it and be ashamed for you. Hashem was helped and consoled me. Give me a clean heart to see you like I should, to walk the path that's right, to do the things you do. Just lay your hands on me, Lord, and I will be brand new. Give me a clean to lose the double mind. Believe me when you say everything will be just fine. Just lay your hands on me, Lord. I will be brand new, yeah. And I have grown enough to you for strength exchange. I will gladly take your joy for my weakness. Give me a clean heart and I will be. Brand new, yeah, yeah. Give me a clean heart, a better one, I say, to walk the path you've chosen and stick with it all the way. Give me a clean heart, and I will serve you. Nobody but you, yeah. Give me a clean heart. I'm calling out to you. I'm calling out to you. Give me a clean I'm calling out to you. Just lay your hands on me, Lord, and I will be. Brand new, yeah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Shabbat shalom, Yachai. Hallelujah. See, that's what I'm talking about. You, you add the praise to the praise. A coat Zipporah said it very well uh, one year. When you when you sing, you are doubling the praise. So it's one thing to talk it, you know, and speak it out. But when you can sing it out, which some of us want to be able to do, like myself, we we want to be able to do that. But you know, it's a good thing the Creator doesn't discriminate against voices. You know, we you said we say bow down your ear, y'all. He said doesn't matter how terrible your voice is, I put that on you. You're my servant, and I'll listen. Just you don't go. scream. <laughs> just don't talk too loud. <laughs> but, just, <laughs> but that was a beautiful song, song choice, and may the Most High continue to hear the words of His servants. This psalm consistently describes the enemy as being proud, you know, and then he also gives you the parallel to that or the opposite of that, actually. The proud is 
you know, the one who's consistently boasting about themselves, I did that. But when you want to become a friend to the creator, he said you get humble. So let's humble ourselves so that the creator can look at us and say, now that's my friend, like he did David. He said, I love that man. I pray that the Most High's ways will be taught by him to us and that we will accept his mercy and show that same mercy. Continue singing, my sister. You do it very well. All praises to the Most High. All right, yeah, y'all be hearing from Gavera Dira in the official capacity with the health spot later on. And also, Psalm Service is still popping. Okay, Amy Miriam, let's hear what's on your heart. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. Giving all praise and honor and glory to the Most High Power for all of His beneficence towards me, my family, and all the people the Most High has chosen to keep under His fold, which is His decision. And I respect it, and I love the fact that I am here with the breath of life on this side of the living, that I'm able, that Most High has given me a a tap-up. And we're going to talk about that shortly. Hallelujah. So I'd like to uh, start my, my morning off with you all. My morning started a long time ago. Woof. But I'd like to start it with now with you all in unison in giving the Most High his praise, his honor, all glory be unto his high and most majestic name by reading the um, and reciting the 96th Psalm. Oh, sing unto Yehoah a new song. Oh, I like that song that you sang, my sister. Because if the Most High touches you, you know, you will be blessed or, you know, it could be some other way. But I pray that he touches us in a way that will give us hope and healing. Sing unto Yehoah, all the earth. Sing unto the Most High. Bless his name. Proclaim his salvation from day to day. Declare his glory among the nations, his marvelous work among all the people. For great is Jehovah and highly to be praised. He is to be feared above all deities. For all the deities of the people are things of naught. But Jehovah made the heavens. Honor and majesty are before him. Strength and beauty are in his sanctuary. Ascribe unto Yehoah, ye kindreds of the people. Ascribe unto Yehoah glory and strength. Ascribe unto the Most High the glory due unto his name. Bring an offering and come into his courts. O worship Yehoah in the beauty of holiness. Tremble before him, all the earth. Say among the nations, Yehoah reigneth. The world also is established that it cannot be moved. He will judge the peoples with equity. Let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice. Let the sea roar and the fullness thereof. Let the fields exult and all that is therein. Then shall all the trees of the woods sing for joy before the Most High, for he is come. For he is come to judge the earth. He will judge the world with righteousness and the peoples in his faithfulness. Hallelujah. That says it all. You know, that just, you know what that leaves us with? That leaves us with our own personal internal work 
to do. The Most High is taking care of everything else. We don't need no guns. We don't need no, no machete. We don't need understand. We need just to have the faith that the Most High is keeping his promise that he made to our forefathers and that we be prepared to accept the blessing that he sends. If we're not prepared to do that, then if we're not part of the pro a part of the solution, we may be part of the problem, and we don't want to find ourselves there. So let's do our work internally, because external forces are already and have been against us. Hallelujah, Shabbat Shalom, family. All right now, all right now. These psalms are powerful. I hope you all understand the magnitude of power when you speak these words and then express them into existence. This is so us. This is right up our alley. The Father knew exactly who to put this responsibility on. And I'm so grateful that he chose us. Yeah, we may not be the easiest people in the world to to figure it out, but we are dynamic. Once we get the message and then apply the application, it just shows to the beauty of the Most High, to the beauty of his chosen ones. I ask the question again, if Yah has chosen you, will you choose him? Well, this is a chosen way. And if you don't choose the creator, don't worry. He don't want you. That's as simple as that. Is the bottom line. And I'm thankful that the Shabbat comes around every week, and we choose to acknowledge it. We choose to acknowledge that this is the day that the Most High has set aside. So continue to pray your prayer. Continue to work your works. Continue to do what you do because the Creator is loving you for taking the initiative to wake up this morning and first and foremost call into this line and give Yah the glory. This is amazing. So the more we choose Yah, the more he chooses us. So with that being said, we're going to continue in this day. I'm going to make sure I didn't overlook anybody from the psalm service, refresh the page. I had somebody call me a couple weeks ago and was like, yo, that call on me. I wanted to do a psalm, and I was raising my hand. I said, well, just two weeks ago, we had a recording all day. I said the one time I didn't ask anybody. They were begging me to read the psalm. So I just want to make sure that we didn't overlook anybody for the psalm service. Okay, now. And then we can move on to our next segment where we'll hear from the pink elephant in the room. No, I'm just joking. Well, we got rid of the pink elephant. We put some color, the proper color on this elephant, and we named it, okay? And we called it PTSSD. And Gavir Miriam who has the skills and the education in this field, but not to mention just the unique desire to heal the people from the inside out. And what's going on in the minds of our people, it all has to do with our connection to this promise that the Most High made. But for somehow we don't catch the connection because we've been indoctrinated. We've been abused. We've been torn down. We've been beaten up and then made to get up on your feet and keep working. And that's pretty hard to do for anybody. 
And these stress-related issues that we all suffer from, we're going to have a discussion about that today. So hold on tight as we spill the coffee. This is our rendition of Healing PTSD. Shabbat shalom, everybody. song to get started with this discussion. All right, Gavar Miriam, Emi, Sister Emi Miriam, can you please spill the coffee with no cream today? All right, hallelujah. I I certainly will try. I pray the Creator will bless my, my words, and that's what I've been working on this morning, is that I say the right thing. And I say just enough of the things that need to be said. And I don't want to give any uh, you know, extra explanations. I really want it to come to, to, to resonate with you, the words that I say, because this is the Most High's holy day. And I want to make sure that he's glorified in, in this particular uh, rendition of the program today, because this sounds like something maybe we could go to school and get. So when I think about my people think about the school of hard knocks and how all these years of sitting in a, in, a, in a place where the word was being spoken or being in a position to hear the word being spoken and, and reading the word of the Most High, it has been refreshing. And so adding now to it has to be refreshing as well. I certainly am not going to take anything from it. Hallelujah, if I can help it. Well, post-traumatic slave syndrome defined, and I just want to give this because I'm going to do something today a little different. I'm I'm going to do some combination and some connection. Post-traumatic slave syndrome is a condition that exists when a population has experienced multi-generational trauma resulting from centuries, long time of slavery and continues to experience oppression and institutionalized racism as we know it today. Added to this condition is the belief, real or imagined, you know, that the benefits of the society in which they are, which they live, are not accessible to them. Thus, post-traumatic slave syndrome is a multi-generational trauma together with continued oppression and the absence of opportunity to access the benefits available to the society leads to P-T-S-S. Okay. So this is a syndrome. A syndrome is a pattern of behaviors that is brought about by specific circumstances. The circumstances that produce PTSS, multi-generational trauma, 
and continued oppression, plus a real or imagined lack of access outlined, okay, in our book uh, that Dr. George DeGruy has made available for post-traumatic slave syndrome. Of course, we know that this is the um, America's legacy of enduring injury and healing, because if you have an injury, we should definitely be looking forward to how to heal from it so that we don't have that injury any longer. Hey, you know, because of what we've been through, it may take a little longer, and it's a, it's a process, and we have to find the formula. I remember when uh, going to a lot of the, the dissertations and talks that the late Ben Ami uh, Carter did many years ago, and he always asked the question, you know, like, what is the formula? He said, in his estimation, that was all that was missing because we have all the information. What is the formula? How do we get to where we need to go? How do we put that puzzle together? How are we going to find the, the power to release, to release, and this is amazing, you need power to release bad energy in the same way you need power to gain good energy. So we're going to talk about something today called the tapping solution. The tapping solution connected with the PTSS is going to uh, it, it, it amaze, it's going to create an amazing therapy for each and every one of us because it's so simple that, of course, we would miss it because we're like, like the, 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 the prophet that the most high, the, the, the uh, government official, when he asked, he would say, look, I got leprosy. I want to know how to get rid of it. Uh, the prophet told him, go dip in the Jordan seven times and you'll be clean. Why, what? Come on. You must be kidding. It has to be something more intriguing than that. So here we are asking the same question. Keep asking, well, how are we going to get healed? How are we going to, these injuries are, they've been ongoing for so long. It's going to take how long forever for us to get, get, you know, get ourselves together. I hear this all the time, but perhaps not. You know, I have been praying a prayer lately and asking that the Most High would have me want for me what he wants for me. In other words, I don't want to just think on my own and think this is what I need. I, Most High, you know already what I need. I'm begging you. Would you allow me to want and need those same things? that you want and need for me, then I know that I could be connected. And today is about making the connection. It's about identifying your target, tapping into uh, uh, your, your own self within, because we always talk about that healing has to come from within. It cannot come from without. That is not enough. Because we have some very fatalistic behaviors that we have adapted over many, many years and centuries and passed down through our, when multi-generational means that we pass it down through the generation, through the years, through the time. We pass it down by what we live and how we pass on what we live and how we saw things passing on to our children. So today, I want to start out by going to a very important place in our book that will lead us to some very, 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 uh, <laughs> I, I would call it mundane, but very real, powerful uh, observation. And that is Deuteronomy 30, 11 through 14. 
and it reads on this one. Exactly. <clears throat> the secret things belong unto Yehoah, our power. But the things that are revealed belong unto us and to our children forever, that we may do all the words of this law. Now, for me, that means that when he reveals things to us and we accept those things and we bring them, those are going to help us get the clues to how to get back to our origin, get back to what was once, where we once belonged. So everything that we're going to be doing, that we should be doing and applying, should be leading us back to the words of the Most High's law. We can read the law, and you can read it, but if you don't understand it, like it said in the book of Daniel, what good will it do? So we want to be able to use all of what the Most High's secrets have been, because once they reveal, they're no longer secret. So once I tell you this, this may have been secret to you like it was secret to me. Now it is revealed. It belongs to us, and we can choose to adapt it, to use it, throw it out, don't, don't listen to it, whatever. But it's a choice that the Most High has given us. He said, I will never take away your free will, so your choice to do this is on you. I strongly recommend it, or else I would not bring it to you, that we should try this. It's called the tapping solution. It is the emotional freedom. It's an emotional freedom technique. It combines with some ancient, they said it's a Chinese acupressure and modern psychology, but it's a combination of what man has discovered. When the Most High said that the minute you will seek out many inventions, some to your own hurt, but then there was others that were going to be to your good. I found that this reading and understand, getting better understanding on this is, uh, could, could, could really be advantageous to healing our physical and mental issues. I'm going to read one more portion right here. In Deuteronomy 29 and 28, and it says, oh, well, I did that. I did Deuteronomy 29. I want to do Deuteronomy 30, 11 to 14. Sorry. Here I come. All right. <laughs> for this commandment which I command thee this day, it is not too hard for thee, neither is it far off. It is not in heaven that thou shouldst say, who shall go for us up to heaven and bring it unto us and make us to hear it that we may do it. Neither is it beyond the sea that thou shouldst say, who shall go over the sea for us and bring it unto us and make us to hear it that we may do it. But the word is very nigh unto thee in thy mouth and in thy heart that thou may do it. And because we have been, that's so, I mean, that is so powerful, but because we have been so removed from our part that we didn't know what our heart was. We didn't know where our mouth was. We couldn't even use them. Couldn't use your mouth to say what you want to say. You could not have it and hold it in your heart to continue your belief of what you knew was right and good. You, we were transformed, unfortunately, under the guise of uh, shadow slavery. But we're not there any longer. Even we're not even back in the times of, in ancient times when we were following the, those nations. We're not there anymore. 
we're here. And where we are in the here and now, we need to heal. We need to look at who we are, for who we are, for what it is, because it is what it is. So I thank the Most High for now dropping these, these, these jewels upon us, giving us these uh, clues on how to get back to our, uh, and the formula. Kokavia mentioned something today this morning. I heard her say something about energy. This is energy. Well, perhaps it's more than just energy. It's synergy because we are coming together. And you bring your energy, I bring my energy, she brings her energy, he brings his energy, and we are going to acknowledge, we are going to acknowledge that energy is in this room and that we can use it to our, to our advantage. Hallelujah. Well, I wanted to read Isaiah 52, 1 to 6. I want to make sure that we understand that everything that we are doing is still connected to this day, connected to the Most High's glory. Awake, awake, put on thy strength, O Zion. Put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, O holy city. For henceforth there shall no more come into thee the uncircumcised and the unclean. Shake thyself from the dust. Arise and sit down, O Jerusalem. Loose thyself from the bands of thy neck, O captive daughter of the womb. For thus saith Jehovah, ye were sold for naught, and ye shall be redeemed without money. I wanted to say that part because with all this information that I have been bringing forth, I noticed that it really hasn't cost me more than anything else. As a matter of fact, it's probably cost me less than it's been for making this phone call, for example. So when I look and say, wow, that, you know, some of these things we, we really let slide by us and we don't pay it any, any mind. Well, this, this tapping solution, information that I have received, didn't cost me more than five U.S. dollars. And I say that to say that we cannot, we have been spending thousands upon thousands of dollars on trying to find the fountain of youth and trying to do this and trying to do that. And, you know, we want, we want the better hair. We want the better clothes. We want, oh, yes. But what we have not done is, is valued the value of becoming emotional free, emotionally free from those things that burdened us for thousands of years. So the tapping acknowledges that working on psychological issues by tapping on certain parts of your own body, okay, it's called an energy psychology or acupuncture without needles. Because we scared of needles. Let's get it real. Even though they have brought us this information about acupuncture, and we've heard about it for many years, needles we are afraid of. So when we look at what some of our issues are, there are certain things that we cannot use that really don't really serve us as well. It won't serve us holistically. So we're looking for that holistic service that is going to help us. That's going to, we're going to stop using our bodies as human shields. And we're going to release the energy from within to change what? Our brains. Do you remember the lesson that we did on that? We're going to retrain our brains by doing certain small techniques that we probably say. You know why we dismissed them? Because they were just too small. Oh, that couldn't possibly be the answer. Isn't, isn't that what the government officials told, told the prophet? Ah, oh, I got rivers where I live. Look better, better than that Jordan River. That's what you want me to do? He couldn't believe it because it was just too simple. And I believe that we have skipped over a lot of things 
not to do because they were just too simple. We've been bamboozled to think that we had to have something that was, you know, just hard and, and that would be so painful and, you know, for us to get better. I'm so happy to announce this morning on this prayer line, on the date of the anniversary of my mother's birth, may the most high rest her soul, that we may have a very important, a very crucial piece of the puzzle. Hallelujah. The tapping solution. Now, I don't want to go into every single piece of this thing today and won't even have the time to do so, but I have sent to the prayer line page, if Kokavia uh, would be so willing, uh, to go in and maybe um, approve that page so it can be shown to you. It is a short video. Let's laugh about <laughs> not even five, I can't even say five minutes, not a minute perhaps, that will show you how easily it is done. What we have to do, though, is commit to doing it. We have to commit to letting go of certain things. We have to commit to how to focus. We have to commit to uh, understanding that man has really sought out some witty inventions, but the simple things, the things that, oh, my goodness, the, the most High said, I'm revealing to you, you and your children go try this. You need it. We need it. We need it more than uh, uh, what they call it, chopped liver and all that stuff. We need it more probably just the food now that is going in to rewire our brain, to retrain it. Now, this book, The Tapping Solution, is called A Revolutionary System for Stress-Free Living, and it is uh, written, actually, you wouldn't even believe it. If you saw the guy probably on the street, you walk right by him. His name is Nick Ortner, okay? And he, he also does uh, online events, and he does World Summit on tapping, and um, he's a young guy. But then the Most High said, I will cause your enemies to show you favor. I don't know who, what his thing is about, except that he says it works. And he says the, mo the thing that you need to know about tapping is that it's observable. And observable is what we, what we know about behavior. Our behavior is observable to the whole world, especially our dysfunctional ones. So we want to change those behaviors. And we want to make sure that we're trying to do everything using what is in our power because the Most High has given us the power to do so. So I want to go into this book. I'm going to read four pieces. Bear with me. Okay? Tapping, it means exactly what it's saying. Taking your hands, your fingers, and putting it to certain parts of your own body and tapping them. And you're going to, you're going to speak. You're going to speak over those taps. You're going to speak to those taps and you're going to say, you know what? My truth is, he says, because, you know, you can call it your truth. My truth is that my emotional trauma is in my back, in my lower back. It's in my arm. It's in my, you know, it's, it's in my head. It's, it's in my uh, inability to be, um, be forceful or youthful or whatever it is it might be. I've had a bad life. I was, I was uh, raped and, you know, I was put down and, 
So I never spoke. I didn't speak what was in my heart. I couldn't bring it out because I'd never had an opportunity to. Something was stopping me, always blocking me. Well, we're going to move those blockers. We're going to move those blockers. That's what we're going to do today. All right. Why focus on the negative? This is what has been uh, questioned and asked in terms of using this tapping solution. And this is what this brother, this guy, Nick Ortner, said. One of the questions I often get when I first share the tapping process with people is, why are we tapping on negative thoughts? I don't want to think about negative things. What about the law that what you think about increases? It's a great question. I absolutely understand where people are coming from. But the reality is that these so-called negative thoughts are present, whether you think about them consciously or not. It's like piling up, pile up the bills that you stick in a drawer because you don't want to look at them right now. But they're still there, and they still do. Our unprocessed emotions, beliefs, and traumas are still operating and controlling our lives. We need to address them, to look at them, admit they're there, and work through them in order to clear them. We're not hopping on a negative. We're focusing on it for a short period of time. Tapping addresses the issues and clears it. Then we can move on to positive ideas, inspirations, and affirmations. Instead of calling the emotions we're tapping the negative, we can call them the truth. They are the truth about how you feel right now. They are the truth about what happened. They are the truth about what you believe. You explore that truth to see how you can change it to a more empowering truth. Through tapping, painful memories and your focus on a specific part of them can change. They can change. And we know that because not everything that we've experienced in our lives continue to uh, to rule our lives. We've been able to heal. We've been able to come past it. But what he says is that now what we'll be able to do is just get rid of it once and for all. One of the most important epigenetics, and we talk about epigenetics in our post-traumatic slave syndrome disorder. It influences his stress. The emotional trauma of stress is now known to affect the expression of over 1,000 genes, including many that influence age and cell regeneration. Yes. You see some people, you say, my goodness, they must have lived a hard life. They could be 22 years old and you think that they're 52 because of the hard life, because they have not tapped into what the pain is. They continue to, and we do that a lot, we generate the pain over and over again. We send it on to our children. And our children send it to their children. So now we want to alleviate this stress. And if the tapping can do that, can it? You got to know. This morning I tried it. I did something this morning. I looked at something that was going on that I, I felt it was, I know it's physical, but I know it has a psychological component to it. And I decided, well, look. All I'm doing is tapping on my body. This is my body that the Most High gave me. A lot of times we don't realize that we would run to a doctor before we would touch our own body to do anything to it. We might rub it with some liniment, but we don't think in terms of how to walk it away, how to get it out, letting go of the past. What you do is you, you choose your most pressing issue, okay? 
You got to look at whatever the issue is. What, what is the issue that is affecting you today or yesterday or that seems to always be in your, right in your face, whether it's physical or whether it's mental? What's bothering you the most? You find that thing that is bothering you the most. It could be something that happened at work. Maybe it's just one, maybe it's an incident. Maybe it's uh, uh, something that just upsets you and you want to talk about it, but you want to talk to yourself about it. And what you want to do is you want to take that pressuring issue that's in your life and identify it through statements. Say statements in your mind. Say, look, I am angry with my husband. But what you angry with him about? I'm angry with my husband because something he said to me. Well, what was it he said that made you angry? In other words, you make sure, bring it to, to the forefront. This is not so that you can be angrier. This is so that you can identify what this problem is that's facing you that is so difficult that may cause you to get a, a headache. It could cause you to maybe lash out at somebody else later on in that day or whatever it might be. How can you do it? The more specific your statements are, the better your, 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 your outcome will be. So you learn how to tap, okay? I have a pain in my shoulder. I have a pain in my shoulder, okay? I have a pain in my left shoulder. I have a pain in my left shoulder when I lift up my arm. So therefore, you're becoming more and more specific when you speak. I have a shooting, burning pain in my left shoulder when I lift up my lift up my arm. So therefore, now you're becoming more and more specific as you go through whatever the thing is. Here's what happens. You're creating your statement. It's your setup statement. But whatever it is, when you decide that you need, you need to tap for something on your body, you want to release it by giving it the meaning that it has for you. Because nobody else knows that but you. Like he can get, you know, I can give you, for example, a general statement, but then you have to make that general statement more specific to you. Accepting ourselves with the problem. Along with the concern about focusing on the negative, some people don't feel comfortable with saying they accept themselves in the light of the problem they're tapping on. The problem simply seems too big, important, or intolerable to allow for self-acceptance. If you find that you really, truly can't make that statement, it's rare, but it does happen, he says, that's okay. You can skip, you can skip that and, and just keep tapping on the issue without the setup statement and then try again later. But for most of us, it's very important to say it, even if it feels hard. When we accept ourselves as we are, we aren't settling or keeping the problem in place. We're showing love and compassion for ourselves, for our feelings, our situation, and our history. That's amazing that he would use those words because that's exactly what we are doing, that the Most High is allowing our enemies to show us favor. They may not have wanted us to have this information, but it's okay because the Most High wanted it, and that's why I believe that it's coming our way today. That self-acceptance often goes a long way toward actually clearing the issue. As the old saying goes, what you resist persists. Oftentimes, when it's when we accept ourselves as we are that the most dramatic change happens. And then he goes on to give show a picture of the tapping point. Some of you may have even heard of this.
But, you know, sometimes what we do, we hear of it, ah, we try it once, and we put it up, throw it on the side, you know. But go back to it. You're going to go back because we need to get back to the basics. And this is so basic that it almost sounds unreal. The tapping through the points, okay, that we have the eyebrow, we have the side of the eye, we have under the eye, we have under the nose, we have under the, right here on the chin, we have the collarbone, we have under the arm, and the top of our hand. That's a simple, and then, you know, on the side of our hand, and I've seen people do this and didn't know what it was, called the karate chop. You know, where you take your four fingers and you just chop right here at the side of your hand, at the inside of your hand. The pictures are going to be uh, in that video. Get a chance. Go to um, the prayer line page. Uh, where is it? It's on Facebook. I'm trying to see what the name of What's the name of the it, It's called the prayer line page, yes. Yeah. And um, tap into and see what it is and see why you think it might help. Okay. Isaiah 1 and 18 then I'm going to let you all let this marinate within you because our truth is our pain. Our truth is our reality. Our truth is our therapy. Our truth is our freedom. Hallelujah. Isaiah 1 and 18. Come now, let us reason together, saith the Most High. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. If ye be willing and obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if ye refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword. For the mouth of the Most High hath spoken. Hallelujah. That today uh, will end our session for the um, PTSSD. The elephant has been exposed. He's in the room. Oh, that was a great session, a lot of information. And um, I encourage you all to look at that uh, post on the prayer line page, um, Facebook prayer line page, for the tapping. I definitely want to take a look at that and see how that works. Um, But I'm definitely going to go to the line and see if there are any hands in the air. Star 5 Star, if you have any comments, questions, or concerns um, about this segment we just exited. Anybody? Well, Amy, I don't see any hands in the air, but I do know that that was a very powerful session. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that one of the hardest things to do is to face the fear or to face whatever it is that is underlining what's in, in your mind, what's the real issue, especially when we're masking and covering up. And you said something, yeah, I'm upset with my husband or I'm very angry with him. It's, it's not, I think for a long time we've been told that we're not supposed to be angry or we're not, um, that's not your place or you, you shouldn't be. But 
to tell me that I shouldn't hurt. And one of the conversations that we had on the prayer line this week amongst the sisters is, you know, for that person to say, oh, you're so strong. You know, I, I don't feel very strong right now. I feel like I'm in pain. And I want to acknowledge that. I want to admit that. I want to say it out loud. But no, you need to be quiet. You need to shut that down. You shouldn't be in that type of pain. Or you can handle it. Those are the type of things that we've heard. And it's very difficult to acknowledge that and not feel the pain. And how do you do that? How do you ignore what's bothering you and be okay with that? That's what they want you to do. Ignore slavery. Be okay with it. It's okay. It's part of history. It's normal. I actually saw somebody had a conversation with another lady about that very topic, and she dismissed it like it was nothing. Well, that's a long time ago. It's over. You should very well have gotten over it by now, you know, as if these are not things that are passed down from generation to generation. So the the tapping, I'm definitely going to have to tap into that and find okay. out the best way to apply those concepts. Because for you to ignore or to diminish or minimize my pain and my suffering and then tell me to get over it or you can handle it, I think that that's just a a harsh reality of a lot of us. That's what we deal with Mm post-slavery. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to say also, you know, that um, we're talking about working through the brain. So that means that your thoughts have to be very clear. And that, that means that you may have to bring out the most painful thought that you have. What they're saying here is that when you tap while you're recalling an upsetting scene, let's say from your childhood, you are doing a modified version of exposure therapy. The exposure happens when you think about the upsetting scene. Tapping often reframes or retrains the limbic system rapidly. That's your brain. Here's how it works. When you think of something that causes you anxiety or some other uncomfortable feelings, the thought sets off the amygdala fire alarm. That's your brain tapping as your trigger, your fight or flight response sends the message to the brain that can deactivate. Even though the threatening thought is still present, it doesn't say that it's going to go away, but what it's going to do is going to minimize it. You can, it's like your memory. Yeah, I remember that. But it don't have the same effect on me that it did then because I have let it go. I have found a way to make sure that this is not going to danger me, put me in danger anymore, any longer. It says you continue to do that kind of tapping, and what happens, that reality is no longer a threat. It's just something that happens. It becomes a part of your memory like anything else would do. Ah, okay. uh, so, so tapping happens. doesn't have it doesn't have anything to do with taking the pen to the table. Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> no, no, this is okay. tapping your body. It's tapping your own body. You know what the thing that we we, we talked about last week during the uh, prayer line with the sisters also, and I I made a point of saying that the human body, the human personage, is a baby is so helpless. If you don't touch it and do everything it needs to be done, it will atrophy. It will disappear. It will just go away. That that baby will not be able to survive. You know, they make all kinds of stories about the babies that were uh, left in the in the jungle and and animals raised it. 
They raised it by touching and tapping that baby, using, you know, using something. They do the same thing like they do with their own young. So we need touch. And you know what happens? We are so, we have been taught, bamboozled to believe that touch has to be external. It has to come from someone touching you. We don't learn how to touch ourselves. That's unfortunate. We've been taught that touching yourself is, uh, uh, ugh, how can I say, it's something dirty or it's, it's, it's nasty or you can't, you're not supposed to do that. This is your body. You touch every part of it. It belongs to you. And, and I'm saying now what they're doing. They're understanding that, listen, we got to stop this now. We can't fool the world forever. And, and yeah, you can hold on to it as long as you could and say it was your secret. But the secret things belong to the Most High, and He's revealing the secret. That's the blessing in this. So we're retrain. We're going to retrain our brain, okay, to alter those neural pathways, okay. We're going to condition them away from the fear, so that we'll be able to do what the Most High tells us to do. When He tells us to go over there and take over that nation and got to kill all the young, got to kill this and got to kill that. Look, don't save nothing alive and go in and take over. We got to. How you think you're going to be able to do that? You have to have emotional freedom. So this, these are the techniques that lead to it. I'm going to do tapping. I would love if you would do it. Uh, really get the book if you need. If you can, if you can, it's online. It's, uh, by the time I put it now in that room, I'm quite sure you will probably receive an email saying you can get the book for $4.99. I'm just saying it doesn't have to because the Most High said, "Look, you will be redeemed without money." Hallelujah. Well, definitely, I know a lot of people that need to start tapping right now. Just get the tapping. Just don't That's even. Right. Think- <laughs> Just like that. You can just slap and go slap yourself a few taps with oh, oh, oh. Yes. All right now. You're tapping, <laughs> you're tapping but you're tapping and, and you're reciting. You're, you're saying you're, you're saying over this injury. You're saying over this injury, I release you. I mean you gotta get out. And some people say, Well that sounds like um voodooism and stuff like that. No. See that's what happened is that we've been so bamboozled that we haven't realized that they have taken everything that was good for us and made it bad. You know, they've taken the bad stuff and try to make it good. So now it's, just, it's reverse psychology. No, that ain't bad at all. I am put, touching parts of my body. When I go to the doctor and they say they want to see what my reflexes are, they tell me to sit up on the, on the, on the stool, right, or, you know, on the table, and they, take a, they get a little hammer thing, and they hammer right at the bottom of your knee. And if your knee if it jumps up, it's oh, you good. You know what I'm saying? So just think. They already have been using those techniques, but they don't let us know that we could be sitting right in our own living room, sitting on our own bed, and using those same very techniques. You see what I'm saying? So we, we, we got to know that they've been holding up. They've been holding out on us. Oh, oh. I said, that if you ask, if you ask, he said, now ask and you shall receive. And the Most High is giving us what we're asking for people so let's not squander this is a this is priceless information that we're receiving today and mm-hmm. it's it, it is akin to acupuncture but i don't like needles so there's my fear <laughs> so most high is great he's very wonderful and i just thank him so much for you know 
coming into our lives, you know, and, and we just have to use the power of thought. Let's just think this thing through. Mm-hmm. Okay? And, and tap it out. And from some of you, just slap it out. Just keep slapping. Just, just slap. <laughs> Get I was talking about this injury that I had on my leg. Remember, I kept talking about this leg. And I, mm-hmm. this morning, and I'm not lying, this morning, I said, let me do this. Hey, it's my body. You know, and I, and I did incorporate it. I asked the most how to help me with this. So when I'm t- I was tapping and saying this thing, this, this thing in my right leg, this side right here, and I did it. And believe me, I got up and I started walking around. I said, wait a minute. Uh-uh. This thing don't hurt. Okay, what, did it, what just happened here? So you know what? It's, it's, it's also good for helping people who believe they can't, the, their own belief system. Oh, I can't do this. Oh, I can't do that. And you put that into the same thing and tap on why you can't do it. What do you mean? Can't, and tap that out. And then go try it. He says, look, he says, you may have to do it more than once a day. Tap, keep, like you said, keep tapping, tap until you get it out. But be real with yourself. Allow, the, allow yourself to experience that. Mm. Wow. I hope that we can definitely get healing started, not now, but right now. Let's mm-hmm. get it started. Let's, uh, let's push past the fears that we have and move forward. Because yes. I mean, I mean, nothing beats a failure but a try. Let's give it a try. It just might work. You tap yourself into a new sense of well-being. Oh, so, wonderful! I love that. Well, I'm glad you did. Tap myself into a what? Into a into my well-being. I'm gonna tap yes, myself yes. into well-being. Yeah. Yes. This is my new my new way of thinking. Tap tap. All right, y'all. Slap, slap. Some of us got to punch, punch. But listen, we're going to start with a tap. We're going to start very lightly. And let's work on our internal. It's time now. Toda Amy for the information. Toda for the techniques. And I pray that we can all get a better sense of well-being. Go ahead. Tap yourself into it. All right. We're going to continue on. Oh, wait. Hold on. Before we do, I'm going to get this hand in the air, and then we're going to move on to our next segment with Dota Matana L with the Hebrew Word of the Day. I thought we were done, but I guess we're not. So let's tap this button to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, Coach. All right. I, Hi, just, I just wanted to thank my uh, Ima Miriam for such a powerful session. I'm not going to keep it. I know another session is coming. But Ima Miriam, you are the bomb diggity. And that's all I have to say. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And most high continue to speak through me because I know I could not, I mean, in plain sight, hitting in plain sight, I would have never had this on my own, I'm quite sure. I know this is the most high's work. Hallelujah. Put out a bar. Hallelujah. I agree. Okay. Y'all going to stop throwing your hands up at the end, I coat. Adira, <laughs> Shabbat Shalom. What's going on? <laughs> well, Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. Didn't want to miss the opportunity to say Toda Rabbah 
sort of a binary on for um, doing these lessons on post-traumatic mm -hmm. slavery disorder. Um, they're very powerful. They're very relevant. We have to keep our ears open. We have to keep our nose to the grind, and this is the way to do it. You know, we have an assembly here, and we have this good information. Um, I'm just grateful that we brought it in, Kokavia, to this, uh, you know, to this platform because people don't normally know how important this is to, to get this information and to apply these concepts to their lives. We um, watch YouTube all the time. Um, I turn the TV off because I, I call that programming. So we go ahead and decide which YouTube programs we want to watch and who on YouTube we want to watch. So we design the program. So these types of things we're watching. And just watched um, a woman do a presentation on post-traumatic safety disorder, and she was on fire with it too, you know. So these are the types of things that we have to do to change our mindset, to know what we're up against, because we are in a spiritual war. And in order for us to, uh, to, to be ready and, and, and able to combat the things that we need to combat, the challenges that we're facing, my part mm -hmm. is, is the food, your part is the, um, the mentality, you know, and then mm -hmm. what drives us forward. So everybody get their part, you know, and take yeah. up their torch and run with it. So I'm, I'm grateful to you. Toda Rabba, Toda Rabba, really, really appreciate you. Really, really appreciate you. It's about Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat Shalom. I love you. I love you more. All right. Come on, last minute. Press the button. Where are you? Okay. I called a dear, I think you were the last one of the segment. We appreciate everybody's thoughts, comments, concerns, silent prayers, and well wishes, invisible hands. We love you all. And I thank the creator for this moment in time. Toda, Adira, we appreciate you. I was waiting for you to start singing the song and all that good stuff, but it didn't happen. Yeah, so I, I, we'll wait for the expression session. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm hoping that I, my sister, uh, I, I really wanted my sister to get this message. I want her to uh, incorporate tapping, especially because she's been tried everything. See, that's what happens is that now what this Most High is doing to us, he's showing you that, look, you don't try everything. So I hear on Shabbat, I said, well, Most High said, well, now try me. And I, and I agree with that 110%. So I'm trying the Most High. He's putting this information in my in, in, in my in my hands and I'm sharing it so it's no longer a secret as far as I'm concerned. I I am not keeping it a secret at all. So I wish that she would have um take the opportunity to look at it, you know, and try to incorporate that and see what will happen. I wanna do that with my granddaughter who suffers from these seizures. Uh I wanna I want to continue to read further into how you treat children who may not be able to tap or can someone tap for them, you know, on them. So I'm going to keep on, I'm going to bring forth, we're going to be doing this lesson for a couple of weeks. So I'll bring more information forth. All right, family. Now to the next one. And we're on to the next one, you all. We're on to our next segment where you'll hear from Dodah Matana L with the Hebrew word of the day. Shabbat Shalom, everyone.
Shabbat Shalom, a little challenge, mm-hmm. good exercise, good exercise. Bringing out the value and the meaning of the olive base. Yeah, Shabbat Shalom, Dora. I hope all is well with you and that you are well and you're doing some tapping, slapping, punching, whatever it takes, but heal yourself this time. You know, that is such an excellent idea. Um, but the idea is not really new. Um, maybe about 10 years ago, I was really into the tapping. I mean, I was really into the tapping. It's like different core parts of your body that you um, tap on, and it works for people with different type of pains and headaches. It's just an excellent, um, I can't think of the um, man's name right now, but um, he did, he's the one that had introduced, because you know I'm always on the Internet, so he was the one that had introduced me to this concept about tapping, and that's an excellent concept. That really works. I stopped doing stuff after a while, but um, that that's an excellent that's an excellent concept. That concept is so great, and I am so glad that it was brought forth today. Because you never think about bringing you know bringing things forth, but that is an excellent concept. And yes, I am well. Todaraba, um, Yehovahutol Kohasman, Kohasman Yehovahutol. And how are you today, Mashlamek, Mashlamek? We're keeping things positive. I'm going to start tapping. Wait. Tap, 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 tap. <laughs> yes, it's an excellent concept. For real. That is an excellent concept. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It is. It really is. I mean, of course, when they commercialize it and then, um, um, of course, when they commercialize it, it's just all about the cassette, you know. But the concept works. Even though it's all about the catch-up, the concept really works. Now, if anybody wants to pay me, I will slap you all day. Just that, no, I'll, it's not slapping. <laughs> well, I'm just saying uh, we're increasing the healing, Dota. We're increasing the healing. We want you to get the most benefits <laughs> of this tapping. I'm going to tap you so hard, it's going to slap all the sense out oh, of you. Oh, yeah. No, that's not a good idea. 
Darn. No. No. That's <laughs> okay. That's like mine. My um idea, and everybody said I was morbid, and my idea was that you can rent a coffin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Share it. Pass it on down to the family. You something buy one. Well, no, no, no. What you do? Let's say now that you can't afford, you know, okay, to buy, you know, to buy that thing because you know the whole package can run you anywhere up to ten thousand dollars, right? So my concept is, you rent the coffin for like maybe three days so that people can come in and do the viewing and all that fun stuff. And you can have it for your um for your um um going home service. And then after everything is, is done and going and then um what it cuts out though is the part where people go to the burial ground that cuts that part out. Because um after it's all over and done with what we'll do is cremate the body for you and put it in a nice urn. You know what I'm saying? And you can take your ashes with you if you so choose or do whatever you want to do with them. But after you finish with this rental of this coffin, then we just clean it out and set it up for the next person. Nah, and... I do I, 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 If anything, we're going to buy the one and we're going to use it over and over again. I'm not renting a coffin. It's terrible. Oh goodness. Just let's do the pine box and go back to the old old way of doing things. Can we can we go back to the old way? We really do need to have some kind of skill on how to bury our dead. But I think that renting a coffin is not a good idea, Dota. But I mean that's just my opinion. What happened to you, Dota? Why don't you put yourself on mute? There you okay. go. You muted my line. But it was all good. Somebody I was going to get ready to text you and say, oh, I'm muted. <laughs> and by the time it wasn't I me. It wasn't phone, me. It was you because I didn't mute myself. It was you. I didn't you press the button. But okay, it well, was me. I'll take responsibility for the button being pressed, but it wasn't me. But we're going to get started with this segment, the Hebrew word of the day. <laughs> I'm going to start tapping on my fingers to eliminate them from pressing buttons that I didn't do, but, you know, it's all good, though. It was you. It was you. Okay. Well, that's good. That's good. Um, Before we start, though, I would like to – I have two things. One thing is I would like to shout out my grandson because it is his 14th birthday. And he turned 14 years old today, and he is like my first grandson. I have grand I have grandchildren, and yeah, who are who are much older, but he's my first grandson. So I would like to um, give him a shout out, Young Hulet Samayak. And um, also, it's my mom's birthday, and I want to give her a shout out too. And it goes from my heart all the way up to wherever the Most High has had has her at this moment in her in her realm of things. So I want to um, acknowledge her birthday today too. Now, with all that nice stuff being said, let us move on to our segment um, for today. Now, 
We're going to start out like we usually do with our casillo for today. And we start out like this. Yehoah Hutov, Kohazman. Kohazman, Yehoah Hutov. Anilo ed a ki li deago. Hallelujah. Elion, Hasakro, Boresho Kodivarin, Barata Oti, Barata Otanu, Barata Divarin Ot. Anihoa, Beko Akshelka, with the Kalea Zolile Havina, Ki, Maaka Atahoe, Hasiba Ki, Anihoa, Leteko, Kiani, Shavachia. Hallelujah. Most high, most powerful, creative all things. You created me, you created us, and you created more things. I exist in your power, and you help me understand that because you are is the reason that I am, that all that I am, praise Yah. Hallelujah. Anah Yehoah, lihio iti hayom hazeh, kikmok oti vatrin, ki ani rosa la asot vahadikwa. Ta'azua li lehisha er alhana tivhanakon, Ta'azoli yesh makshavot ki yuviyot. Harotson ta ya'asve. Im koko kai ani attain la yehoah shavacho. Hallelujah. Please, Yah, be with me this day. Support me in the things that I want to do in righteousness. Help me to stay on the right path. Help me to have positive thoughts. Your will, Yah, will be done. With all my might, I will give unto Yehoah his praise. Hallelujah. Yah, ata olai et ha melim ha elei bavakisha. Elei mak shavot shel ha levi bavakisha ataka. Ata zuri weko ali. Yeshli et koak lisnot. La asot zaman avur ya. We hu ya ase zaman. Bishoka, Ani Ohebit et Atmi, Ani Salak le Atmi, Ani Kai, I, Remi, Wemukana le Hit Modod im Odion, Ani Bishlita Mela, Al Hashlika, Al Hamak Shavot, She Lewe Al Amu Akti, Toraya Al Ho Divarim. Hallelujah. Yah, may these words of my mouth please you. May these thoughts of my heart please you also. You are my rock and my redeemer. I have the power to change, make time for Yah, and he will take the time for you. I love myself. I forgive myself, and I accept myself. I'm alive. I'm alert, and I am ready to face another day. I am in complete control over my thoughts and my mind, and I just thank you, Yah, for all things and everything. Hallelujah. And now, Yah, lihiyo iti hayom haze. Ta'azon li, lihiyo kazu, excuse me, kayiriyo lehaspa'a, ko adam ki ani ba'a bimaga'im hayom. Yivarek et pe kedi. Ladaber rachet said tain kakma lihiot al hakatayim shali. Anino teret laka we rachet ko hatora al ko ma she ata ose bishvili. 
לשמור אותי מן החטאים. אני רוצה להתכייס לגרום להם לא להיות האדון שלי. אז אבוקג את יהיה בלי אשמה. אז אני לא אשם בכל קטר גדול נגד האנשים או התורתו. ברוך שם של יהוה, שבחייך האדיר. הלויה. אנאיה, please be with me this day. Help me to be a positive influence on each and every person that I come in contact with today. Bless my mouth to speak only kindness. Let wisdom be on my lips. I give you and only you all the thanks for all that you do for me. And now, Yehoah, keep me from the sins I want to commit. May they not be my master. Then I will be without blame. Then I will not be guilty of any great sin against people or your Torah. Blessed be the name of Yehoah. Praise the mighty Yah. Hallelujah. אני להלל את יהוה בכל עת, שרקו תמי יהיה על ספרתי. יא, אני יודעת שאני לא זריג קץ לדאוג, לאתר איתי, קודגותיי שכבתי לברגלתיו. היום יום יהיה יום של מנקסי All of my concerns I lay at your feet. Every day will be a victorious day. For you, y'all will fight my battles on my behalf. I am so grateful. I am appreciative. I have an attitude of gratitude. With all my might, I will give Yehoah his praise. Hallelujah. In Yehoah, ani yakola la'asot kol divarim, ya ani mukana lihiyom hazeh. אני מצויד בכל מה שאני זריקת. אני רשאי, יש לי נעליים של שלום. אני לא הולכת להדיג. אני לא אתן לאנשים לגנוב את שמחתי. ליהוה הולך כל שווקים. נהדר, 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 יהוה קוקש. עכשיו ותמיד. הלויה. But Yehoah, I can do all things. Yeah, I'm ready for this day. I'm equipped with all that I need. I am empowered. I have my shoes of peace. I'm not going to get upset. I'm not going to let people steal my joy. To Yehoah goes all the glory. Great, wonderful, magnificent is Yehoah. My power now is always. Yehoah, Bavakushah, Atah HaKokai, Ani Mechabedit Otka, Ani Ohevit Otka. אני פותחת אותך, ענה, רפא אותי, ענה, לחיות איתי, ענה, ברק אותי, יהוהותו כה הזמן, כה הזמן יהוהותו, אני לא אדאג כי אין לי דאגות, הלויה. 
Yahweh, you are my strength. I respect you. I love you. I trust you. Please heal me. Please be with me. Please bless me. Yahweh is good all the time. All the time, Yahweh is good. I will not worry because I have no worries. Hallelujah. Yahweh, Kukaiwe Meliki, Aninotain Laka Toda, Akol Jivarin We Hako, Animoda Laka Ahai. אני מודה לך על שהיב תיכתי בתוקים במשך כל החיקה. אני מודה לך על שהעיר אותי הבוקר. אני מודה לך, יחווה משפחתי. התפילתי עבורים כי הגנה שלך ואחר. שמוע עליהם בתוקים. נא לבורק אותם עם שקוט נפשי. נא לבורק אותם יש יום מודקים לתת רצון כה יעשה. חלויה. My prayer for them is your protection and love. Please watch over them. Please keep them safe. Please bless them to have peace of mind. Please um, allow them to have an awesome day. May your will, Yah, be done. Hallelujah. Shavak et Yah ha'adiyah ki hu ra'oi l'shavakim. Rachamim shelo lifvo l'nevak. אני מודה עליי יכוה אבי ומלכי אחו הדברים והכל. אני מודה לך על חסד כה האוהב. אני מודה לך על שהקווי דש מצומן כה כדי להיות מודע לי ומחפש אותי. יש לך כוחה את זה כמובן מעלי אבל לא אני. השווקים תמיד יהיו על חיים היום. אני מודה לך על שקוט נפשי. שם יש המניעה, יש שלום. שם יש שלום, יש אהבה. אני יודעת מימין ברוקותיי, ואני מודה לך. נהדר, נהדר, נהדר את יכוח הקוקאי. אני לא עד אף כי אין לי דעקות. יהוה הוא טוב כוחסמן. כוחסמן יהוה הוא טוב. שבחיה האדיר. הלויה, הלויה, הלויה. Praise the mighty Yah, for he is worthy to be praised. His mercies endure forever. I give you thanks, Yehoah, my father and my king, for all things and everything. I thank you for your love and your kindness. I thank you for taking the time to be mindful of me and looking out for me. Some take it for granted, but not me, Yehovah. Your praise, Yah, will always be on my lips. Toda, Yah, for all things and everything. I thank you for life this day. I thank you for peace of mind. Where there is harmony, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is love. And I know where my blessings come from, and I thank you. Great. Wonderful, magnificent is Yehovah, who is my power, and that is always. I don't worry because I have no worries. Yehovah is good all the time, 
all the time. Yahweh is good. Praise the mighty Yah. Hallelujah. Give him thanks, praise, honor, glory, and respect because he is the maker and creator of all things and everything. Hallelujah. I release all negative thoughts that drain my energy. I think positive. I speak positively. I am positive. I will concentrate on all the good in my life and be ever so grateful for all that I have. All blessings, both small and great, come from Yehovah. I am appreciative. I am beautiful. I am blessed by the best. I am caring. I am dependable. I am confident. I am elegant. I am fantastic. I am grateful. I have an attitude of gratitude. I am healthy. I am wealthy. And I am wise. I am intelligent, I am jubilant, and I am kind. I am lovable, I am mindful, I am outstanding. I am perfection. I am quality, I'm reliable, and I am selflessness. I am trustworthy, I am vibrant, I am worthy. I am wonderfully made and highly favored. My selflessness is for the most high. Hallelujah. From the womb to the tomb. I will give Jehovah his praise. All praises, all honor, all glory, all respect, all adoration goes unto Jehovah, my power, my king, now as always. He is so good unto Israel and unto all those who call upon his most high and holy name. Give him thanks. Give him praise. Give him his respect. Blessed Mishpaka. We are now in part four of our story of Zach and Sarah as they go visit their grandparents on their hawa, which is a farm. So we're going to go right into the story and um, get that part done. Now, the story is written in two places. One place that you can find the story would be on my um, page called um, Hebrew for Beginners, you can um, catch the you can see the stories up there as well, and it is also written for you in the prayer line. So, like I say, you have two places where you get the opportunity to go over this story, and I do try to post them no later than. I'm going to say no later than, I don't know, Kamishi? No. Yeah, no, yeah. No later than Kamishi. But sometimes I don't always make it there. So I try hard, though. Okay. <laughs> Best of dear. Um, let us get into our story for today. And like I said, this is part four of the ever-going story. And I like to start off by saying this. Yehoah Hutov Kohasman, Kohasman, Yehoah Hutov. Ani lo ed ki ain li dea gold. Ani er hat et Yehoah beko eight. Hashava ko yihie la lo harap al sapatai. Yehoah is good all the time, all the time Yehoah is good. I will not worry because I have no worry. I will extol Yehoah at all times. His praise will continually be on my lips. Hallelujah. 
Atzer Malim, which is our vocabulary. Really? Mamash. Really? Mamash. Mem. Mem. Sheen. Otaam. Mem. Mem. Sheen. Mamash. Special. Special. Me. Yuchad. Me. Yuchad. Mem. Yod. Chet. Dalit. Mem. Yod. Chet. Dalit. To pick or choose. La bakor. La bakor. La med bait. Chet. Wav resh. La bakor. His nose. Excuse me. His nose. Afo. Afo. His nose. Aleph. Say. Wav. Afo. His nose. Spot. Pagam. Pagam. Pe. Gamel. Mem sofit. Hey, Gamel, Mem Sophie, Pagam. Of course, Kamuvan, Kamuvan, Ka, Mem, Wav, Vate, Nun Sophie. Ka, Mem, Wav, Vate, Nun Sophie. Kamuvan. The next word, <coughs> excuse me, is I will, which is Et Atarek. Et Tarek, and that is I no Aleph Svika Sade Tet Resh Kaf Sofit. Again, Aleph Zade Tet Resh Kaf Sofit. I will Tarek. Join, join, and that is Yitz Tarek. Yitz Tarek. Yod Zade Tet. Reish Sefit, and that again is pronounced Yitz Tarif, which is join. Manager or director. I didn't put both words, but that's what that is. And the word for that is Vamai, um, Vamai, and that is a bait, a mem, a ayin, and a yod. Vamai. Stable, stable. Um, I didn't particularly care for the word for barn, so I used the word stable, which is like the same thing almost. And that word is yasiv, yasiv. And that is yod, zade, yod, vait, yasiv. In your choice, in your choice, bib, chi, ratek. Bib, in your choice. And that would be bait, bait, chet, yod, reish, chet, yod, kafsofit. We picked ba karnu, ba karnu. And that is a bait, a chet, a resh, a noon, and a wav. So, in a, in a wav, excuse me, I thought I'd say a wav, so see. All righty then. All right then. And did you know masculine? And that is haya data. Haya data. Hey, yod, dalit, ayin, tab. Hey, Yod, Dalit, Ayin, 
time. Okay? And opportunity. He's the he's dumb newt. Opportunity. He's dumb newt. Hey, Zade. No. Hey, Zion. Dalit, Mim, Noon, Wav, Tav. Opa'am, Hey, Zion. Dalit, Mim, Noon, Wav, Tav. And that is He's Modate. And that is Opportunity. The ride is Lirkov, Lamed, Resh, Kaf, Wav, Vait. Leah's cold to ride. I'll ask. And that is Aleph Sheen Aleph Lamed. Aleph Sheen Aleph Lamed. Awesome. Mudhim. We use that in our tefila. Mudhim. Awesome. And that is Mem. Wav, Dalit, but they don't really have the Wav, so I'm going to change that to Mem, Dalit, Hey, Yod, Mem, Sofid, Mudhim, awesome. To live, Lakur, Lakur, and that is Lamed, Gamel, Wav, and Resh. That's how I'm going to spell it. Lamed, Gamel, Wav, and Resh. And the next one is Farm, like I told you earlier, and that is Chawa, Chawa. And um, on the Hebrew part, it's misspelled. It should be a Wav instead of a Yod. I apologize for that. I have to get better at proofreading. Chawa is Chet, Wav, Hey. Chet, Wav, Hey. That's Kawa, which is a farm. I will arrive. I will arrive is Egia. Egia. And that is Aleph Gamel Yod Ayan. Aleph Gamel Yod Ayan. Egia. For grapes. For grapes. Laha Sakot. Laha Sakot. Lamehe Se Samek Kuf. Wav tet. Lamed he. Fe samek. Kuf. Wav tav. And that is breaks. Lehaf sakot. Bored or boring is mesumam. Mesumam. Mem samek. Ayan. Mem. Mem sofi. Mesumam. Boring. Mall. Like a shopping mall. And that word for that is quayon, quayon, slika. So that is a kuf anun, yod, wav, nun, sofi. Opa'am, kuf, nun, yod, wav, nun, sofi. Stores, stores, ha, nu, yot, ha, nu, yot, Noon, Yod, Wav, Tav. Stores, Ha, New York. Movie theater. I think I'm the only one that still calls it that. 
movie theater, and that is a Beit Kolnoa, Beit Kolnoa, and that is Beit, of course, is Beit Yotav, so that's the first word, which means house, and um, Kolnoa means um, movie, and that word is Kuf, Wav, Lamed, Nun, Wav, Ayan. Beit Kual Noah is a movie theater. And then we have um, Tir-i, which means you you will see, Tir-i. And that is Tav, yeah, Tav, Resh, Ayan, Yod. The next word is may I, asking um, permission for something, may I. And that word or that phrase is mutarli, mutarli, two different words, mutarli. Mutar, mem, tav, resh, and li is lamed, yod. As you'll notice that down the bottom, I have it written out with a little dash on the top. So to let you know that even though it's two words, they really go together, and that again is mutar li, may I. They are here. They are here. Mim sa'im, mim sa'im, and that is anun, mem, sabe, ayin, yod, mem sofit. Enjoyable or fun is mehane, mehane, mem, hey, noon, hey, mehane. Enjoy, fun, that is mehana, mehana. That, that part right there is um, the verb part. So that is the verb part and this is the thing. So uh, the noon, the, the noun, slika. So this is spelled um, noon, hey, noon, hey. So that is nehene, Not at all. Not at all. Lobach, lao, lo. Lobach, lao, lo. Not at all. That is. A phrase also, and it's spelled Lamed Aleph, which is low. Um, Bekal Baklal is Beit Kaf Lamed Lamed, and low at the end, which is Lamed Aleph. That's the deal. Now we're going to get into our story. Again, this is part four. Zach. Wow, it mu haya mamash me kuyad eli la makur sus tanok kwarati alo pagam biglao hafgam baafo. Yesterday was really great. Wow, I got to pick out a pony. I named it Spot because of the blemish on his nose. Sarah, and that, I rosagam it. Sus hatanik sheli. Sav, ani yakola lehavi sus lahtanakwam. 
Really? I want my own pony too. Grandma, Grandpa, can I have a horse also? Stop. Come on. She at Yakola Lasura. Makar tish al exa ta imo ul harim exus hatinok shelak. Ani ex taret she dawid yis taref alep. Who ya asumur lach nehi aratik? Who habami habamai nigga? Haya zib shell lanu. Of course you can, Sarah. Tomorrow, ask Grandma if you can come to the stable and pick out your pony too. I'll have David join you. He will help you with your choice of pony. He is our stable manager. Sarah, Torasav, Ze Kanire Zihye Akor Hatsaha Reim Kisata. Elsa, we ani ho kot la shub la makar et ha 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 rakot shelanu. Slika, be karnu et ko ma she haya mukan. Hayada ta she yesh mukana she a zoret vaze. Yesh li et Haz hazidum nut lekov elze ze mamash mohim. Thanks, Grandpa. I will probably it will probably be in the afternoon because Grandma Elsa and I are going to the market to sell our vegetables. We picked all that was ready. Did you know that there is a machine that helps with that? I got the chance to ride it. It's really awesome. So, Ani Samayak Shel Kukim Lom Dim We Nehenim Be Otozaman. Kefi She Ani Rotsa. Harbe Malasokon. I'm glad that you are learning and having fun at the same time. As you see, it's a lot to do around here. That. So, Ani koshev she eish al et ima le aba em ukal labua lagir et ki we sata. Ani ohev me od le gir be kawa. Grandpa, I think I asked mom and dad if I could come live with you and grandma. I really like living on the farm. Sarah. Well, Ani koshevet she bedi yug. Ani agia le haf sakot sheli. Ze kakak harbe la asot. Az ani lo meshuman aval ani ohevet nikyot ba ir tov yotar. I think I'll just come on my breaks. It's so much to do, so I'm not bored. But I like living in the city better. Sav, ani mezin sera, at yodaat she anaknu uvrim lair, yesham harle ma la asot, yesh lanu typo. Here we go. Yesh lanu on yon 
Kalim Kanuyot Abed Kona Noa Tari Keshesha Ra Kisha Makar. I do understand, Sarah. You do know that we go into town. There's a lot to do there. We have a mall, a mall, a mall, a mall. Yeah, a mall with food, shops, and a movie theater. You'll see when you go into town that Sav Mutabli Lelechet Dam Al Satar Makal. I'm the salad oak at day by ear. Grandpa, may I go with Grandma tomorrow too? I want to see what it's like in town. Stop. I need love, a love, ma love. John, with David, mim sa'ir iti. Kat meze zo hakasha shelka. Ani rosa shegam lek ye ya ake. Call ha'avoda we shum ha lo ose chayim kwashim. I don't see why not. That, excuse me, John and David usually help. Besides, this is your vacation, and I want you to have fun also. All work and no fun makes for a hard life. That. But Grandpa, I am having fun. I just never knew that hard work could be fun. So, I tell you, don't you miss your electronics? Zach? Low, but low, low. No, not low. Stop. Who I came at? I need my niece same car. Where I sit up, ain't hush coot shit Well, Zach, I'm really glad to hear that. And you, Sarah, how's your stay so far? Sarah. I need some time, Mr. Dessa. And I go. I'm good, Grandpa. No worries. Sa. Nehada. I need some yak, Nismo Azot. Im Kulima Samechim, as I need some yak. Great. I'm glad to hear that. If you all are happy, then I am happy. That's the damage, Papa, the Marquis. Zoker Tamid, Nehedar, 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 Et Yahua, Kohai. Gam, Nedaber TV, Nehishaer TV, Big Lao TV, Flicker, Lakshu TV, Big Lao Yahua, Kohet TV. Shabbat Shalom, Mishpaka. Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. Torah, Torah, for such a wonderful session. I love this language. It just sounds so beautiful. And listening to you speak, it makes me think that you 
you're going to be coming to that dream soon. All in. <laughs> And um, next week, we're going to be rounding down the story. They done Mm -hmm. saw the animals born, the susim, the horses, and maybe I'll do another segment about about the goats. (laughs) Listen, I can send you some visuals because I had to take pictures along the side of the road while I was in Guyana, and goats were prolific around there. They walk around like the horses and the cows and the goats. But you better believe mm. it belongs to somebody. So you can come try to take a, a cow off the side of the road if you want to. You're going to be finding yourself in cow jail. They're going to catch you. I don't think so. they would do that. I really don't, only because of uh, it's a different – it's different strokes for different folks, but that's not what I'm saying. It's like the the um the attitudes are different. It's not like here if you see um a, a a car and you want the car, you just go steal the car. It's not like they don't have that same type of mentality. You know what I'm saying? It's more to me. You know what it reminds me of? Like um in the Tanakh, if you see your brother's cow and it's knocked over you know, go help your brother and pick the cow up. Or if you see that his cow or whatever is is floating around and, and it looks like it might be lost, you know who it belongs to, take it back to your brother. They do stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Every place that is crime, so that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying for the most part, it's like that type of atmosphere. Okay, well, I just left there, and I don't know what kind of mentality they got. They're not going to shoot you, but like I said last week, they'll pull the machete out on you real quick. So every, <laughs> everybody is not in, in, in the mood, to, you know, to, to be stealing, but there are people out there that steal lots of stuff. That's why they got locks and gates on their doors. They got bars. They steal stuff everywhere. There's thieves everywhere. That's but I'm just saying, saying I, I in my mind, I'm not going to be willing to go around taking nobody's um, car or they horse or they lamb, you know, but people that have a thief mentality, I don't care where you are, they see something valuable, hmm, they might just try to take it. But no, you're right. It's more of law, law-abiding citizens when it comes to Torah-like, Torah-like, um, uh, it, it's like that over there. You know, you can see That's somebody helping saying, another yeah. person out of the ditch. I understood exactly what you're saying. But um, trust and believe, if they had the heart and the desire to take it, They'll take it and then get cut with the machete. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) You know, that's what I was saying. That's everywhere, but there, there, there. It's just that it's a, it's a, it's a, it's different. It's just different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I love it. And then, like, like in one of your posts, Mm -hmm. like in one of your posts that you had put down, you could see the part of the tour where they don't gleam the whole thing. You know where, you know, you can, you can, you're not supposed mm-hmm. to go shopping on their land, but you can pick up, a, 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 no, see, you know how people are. It's that mentality mm-hmm. that we have. What, Frank? Because I have people that I know, and this is way off target, but I have people that I know that actually go every week to the um, food bank, okay, so they don't have to spend money on groceries. Now, that's that why. I think that is so ate up. How are you going to go to the food bank knowing that you don't really need it? And then um, you get it, and then you pack, and then you, oh, 
it's just awful. It's just awful. Mm-hmm. I don't I, I don't like that part. Um, yeah. um but everywhere you go Everywhere you go, we're going to find those that are wayward and those that are righteous. And there's always going to be a, a clear difference, a, a, a huge difference in the two groups. So let's choose our sides. Let's not be those that's t- stealing uh, uh, anything, whether it's a car or a goat off the side of the road. If you know it don't yeah. belong, you keep your hands to yourself. But, Zoda, I have keep to say something about this this difference, the, the way that you posted the 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 story. It, it was. It, I like that. I like the way you um, uh, broke it down in this way. You know how um, Zach and Sarah's talking, and Sav comes in and speak. I like that. I like that the way you did that. Um, well, I just had to the only difference is I just put it on top instead of putting it next to. It makes. I like that. I like the way you set it up because I can read it better. I can relate to it more, and I understand who's talking more clear. This is, I like the setup. I like it the way you did it. Tomeo. Oh, Toda Robot. Oh, Toda. That's cool. I like that. But like I told them in the beginning, if you don't get it, you can always go back to the um, um, the prayer line page and Hebrew for Beginners. It's on both pages. I type it in one, paste it in the other. And I'm going to be more mindful of my errors next time. And I think I had a little attitude when I was doing this. I don't know. I'll be more mindful of my errors next time, okay, people? That's what we know what it's about. It's about a public service and what? Yes. Yeah, the public service announcement. I love yeah. the fact that you are shouting yourself out. You know, it'd be different if we found all the mistakes, but you found them yourselves. That's that's how, <laughs> that's a good thing. You don't you tapped on your own self, though. That this is self tapping, okay? I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. But this one was really bad. I apologize. No, that should have been this, but I've already been bad. Mm-hmm. It's all okay. good, Zoda. You're human and you're catching your errors, and that's good. So we appreciate oh, you yet again for such a wonderful job. And we're going to continue on in our next segment. We're here from the Torah-minded segment with Mori Uzia, who's bringing forth Torah. Who can who can uh, 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 tell you more about the Torah than your own people? You know, I cannot stand it when somebody try to teach you about your history, your way of life, who you are. They're going to tell you you Jewish. Like, what? I just told you I'm a Hebrew. Anybody have ever experienced that? I am Israel. I need Israel. I'm an Israelite. You go full force explaining yourself and your heritage, and they go, oh, you're Jewish. Wait a minute. Where did that come from? Did I say I was Jewish? I know I said what I said. And a lot of the times, you know, we go, we just go with it. All right, fine. Well, I'm Jewish just for the sake of not arguing with you. But sometimes... We just got to go ahead and give them the argument. Let them have it. I say I'm Yisrael. Don't change my name. Don't change my culture. Don't put your spin on it. That's why it's so important to have these Morim and Morot and the Kohanim to speak into our ears, teach us the way the Creator intended it to be taught. Who else better than our own brother? So I welcome this segment. So get the children, get your papers and your pens and your highlighters, 
get the speaker, the billy, whatever you need to get this message out. It's Torah-minded time. All right, family. Shabbat shalom. Stay blessed. Also, he has set the world in their heart. Yet so that man cannot find out the work that Elohim hath done from the beginning even to the end. Ecclesiastes 3, 11. fired up. I thank the most high for the life of Moray, Elder Moray Zerubbabel, the house of Israel in Atlanta, Georgia. You know, he just he just made me realize that our beloved elders here in Atlanta, you know, we they've given us all the tools that we need. It's just our job to now apply what we've learned from them. And uh, I had the pleasure of sitting under his tutelage on many shop totes. He was a beloved friend uh, and compadre of my beloved teacher, of my teacher's uh, Moray, Elazar ben Yehuda, hallelujah, and even Saren Yaakov ben Shimon. And these men, they poured their hearts out and their spirit upon us here in Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm just so thankful to be a recipient of that spirit and the knowledge that they shared. And again, it's just our job to disseminate that knowledge and even apply everything that we learned. So for the most, I had a special blessing to our beloved elder, Moray. Zerubbabel of the House of Israel. It was a pleasure to hear him speak, and I got so much from that message. Hallelujah. Mehaleluyah. Blessed be the name of Jehovah, our power. All praise, all honor, all glory to the Holy One of Israel, the maker creator of heaven and earth, one who's given us the breath of life, even the power that dwells within each and every one of us, giving acknowledgement and appreciation to Jehovah, our power, for my life and the lives of all of you, with the breath of life, we can always amend our spiritual God created for the better. We can always bring forth divine works that can be blessed. And we can always inspire others to do the same. Thanking you, Lord, for every blessing he sees fit to bestow upon us in this day and time for food, clothing, shelter, sound mind, and good health. For all these things are blessings from our creator. And it's our job as servants to acknowledge our higher power and show forth our appreciation. So by God for knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And for what we know at this very moment, may the Creator cause it to blossom into something even greater. Thanking the Most High for the elders in our midst. May they always be a source of knowledge, wisdom, understanding, and guidance. May we go to our elders for guidance. Torah for the Nashim, 
for the women of Israel, who are the backbone of an everlasting people. So that you are for the youth, because they are our future. So that you are for every Yah-fearing man who leads his household in the way of Yehovah. And last but not least, Todayah for this Holy Shabbat day. The Holy Shabbat day is a day of resting and ceasing from all of our mental and physical burdens. May we rest and cease from all of our burdens on this day and focus all of our attention exclusively on the making and creative of heaven and earth, his law, statutes, and his commandments, and even the history of his chosen people. Hallelujah. Giving thanks for this holy convocation by way of modern technology. Asking to find comfort for all those who are mourning a loss of a loved one at this time. Todayah for every segment thus far for the opening prayer by our beloved Sar Nehemiah Ben Ephraim, chief man in the nation of Israel. May the creator of heaven and earth add a special blessing to you and your family, to your household on this holy Shabbat day. Todayah for our beloved hostess, even Gilbert Kokavi about Lewi. You do an awesome job day in, day out, weekly basis. May the creator of heaven and earth strengthen you. And continue to guide you to be a light into his people, a shining star, just as your name means. Hold that yah for your life. I thank the Most High for the Psalm service and all the participants therein. Thanking the Most High for the Hebrew word of the day brought forth by our beloved Elder Ima Wimara Matana El Batlewi. And once again, Todayah for the life of Moray Zerubabel, the house of Israel here in Atlanta, Georgia. May the Creator be with you and keep you on this holy Shabbat day. Thanking the most high for the segments yet to come. The whole spot by our beloved Gavert Adira, Ishet Rabbi Benjamin Benlewi. Giving thanks for even the silent listeners. Although I don't hear your voice, I truly feel your spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. This week's Torah portion has a theme of Wayekhai. In Ifrit, Wayekhai means, and he lives. So we'll discuss the latter portion of Yaakov's life and how he lived during that latter portion. And there's much that we can learn from this week's Torah portion. And I pray that the message is well received, and I pray that we can all apply everything that we learn here together. Why is high? It is the first word when you read the Torah portion in Hebrew. It is the 12th weekly Torah portion in our annual cycle Torah readings, and it constitutes the book of Bereshit, or Genesis chapter 47, verse 28. And it reads through chapter 50, verse 26. But before we jump into this lesson, let us review last week's Torah portion, just to bring us all up to speed. Last week's Torah portion was Wayekash, and it means, and he drew near. Speaking about Judah, Yehuda's supplication on the behalf of his youngest brother, Benjamin. We also discussed last week how Yosef made himself known to his brothers. We discussed how Yaakov, now known as Yisrael, went down into Egypt, Mitzrayim. And lastly, we discuss how Yisrael settled in a place called Goshen in the land of Egypt. Hallelujah. To give us an overview of this week's lesson, we'll discuss Yaakov's age and approaching death. We'll discuss Yosef and his sons, how they visit Yaakov during his latter days. We'll discuss Yaakov and how he blessed the two sons of Yosef whom were Manasseh and Ephraim. We'll discuss Yaakov, how he calls his sons together and reproves them as well as bless them before his life expired. 
discuss Yaakov's burial. We'll discuss Yosef. How he forgives and comforts his brothers. Lastly, we'll discuss how Yosef dies and is embalmed and buried in Egypt. We will begin with Yaakov's age and approaching death. This Torah portion begins by making a reference of Yaakov's age. Yaakov came into Egypt at the age of 130. He was 130 years old at the beginning of last week's Torah portion, Gosh. He was now 147, meaning that he spent the last 17 years in Egypt. Now, here's a fun fact. There is wisdom that can be extracted from this Torah portion when examined numerically. Yaakov had spent the last 17 years living in the land of Mitzrayim, Egypt. The good years equals 17. The numerical value of 17 in Hebrew is tov, which means good in Hebrew. Now, the number 17 is also significant in respect to Yosef's age when he was sold, which was also 17. So the combination of those two years, those two 17 year span is the equivalent of 34, which is the numerical value of Yaakai, the Torah portion of this week, which equals the number of Yaakov's good years, 34 years of good living in his lifetime. And to confirm what I stated, the numerical value of Tov in Hebrew it's spelled Tet Wav Vate, which is 9 plus 6 plus 2. That equals 17. The numerical value of Y is high, which is Wav, Yod, Tet, Yod, and Ivri. 6 plus 10 plus 8 plus 10 equals 34. And he lived 34 good years in the land of Egypt. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our forefathers shared so many things in their experience that are left on record that will be beneficial to us. You see, at this point, Yaakov's death was now imminent, causing him to have the foresight and presence of mind to make plans, plans that will benefit him and his family even after his death. You see, our forefathers, they were visionaries. What is a visionary? A visionary is one who thinks about and plans for the future with imagination and wisdom. You see, to serve the Most High, we must be visionaries. We must be able to plan for our future with imagination, with wisdom, using the principles of righteousness as our fuel and our driving force. So let's discuss some insight to Yaakov's wisdom. You see, Yaakov had the foresight and presence of mind to make a last will and testament prior to his death. He made an oral will. He planned for the future, for the future days of his bloodline, 
he thought with imagination and wisdom as it relates to the destiny of his bloodline. And that's something that we should also emulate. We too should plan for the destiny of our bloodline. We too should plan that destiny with imagination and wisdom of our Torah. His old will was articulated to Yosef, meaning a request was made by Yaakov in the book of Bereshit or Genesis chapter 47, verse 30, to carry his bones up out of Egypt and relocate it to the cave of Machpelah in Eretz Israel, the land flowing with milk and honey, the divinely promised land. Like Yaakov, we should all have foresight and vision for the future. See, the book of Proverbs, chapter 29, verse 18 states, without a vision, the people perish. What is our vision? How are we planning for the future? Do we want to perish? Or do we want to thrive and exist? Like the prophets have stated, a remnant shall return. Are we planning to be a part of that remnant? Do we have the presence of mind and the vision and insight to prepare our family members and our loved ones and even the generations after us to be a part of that number? You see, Yaakov clearly had a vision even after his death. Yaakov's vision was that of his fathers, which was to one day acquire the land that was divinely promised to them and their descendants. He kept it at the forefront of his mind. He never forgot, neither should we. Although Yaakov's last 17 years was happy due to his time with Yosef, his soul still yearned to fulfill the words of the Most High by possessing the land of Canaan. His soul yearned for Israel of Yisrael, of Yisrael, of Yisrael, of Yisrael, as should the souls of all of us. We still should have that burning desire to acquire that divinely promised land, to live out to promise our predecessors, to live out the promise that was bestowed upon Abraham, Abid. We should never forget that promise. We should always have that burning desire to one day acquire that divinely promised land. We should work diligently toward that. Therefore, we must be visionaries. We must plan for the future with knowledge, wisdom, with imagination. In order to achieve it, we must be able to first see it. Can you see it? Do you have a vision? Because without a vision, the people perish. Let us not perish in the lands of our various captivities. Allow the dry bones to awaken. Allow us to be a part of that number. But allow us to have the foresight and presence of mind to plan to be a part of that number. You see, like Abraham, Yaakov not only directed his house, he also commanded the generation after him and the way in which they should go. It will be evident as we continue in this week's lesson. Moving forward to the book of Bereshit, chapter 48. The next significant part of this week's Torah portion takes place when Yosef and his sons visited Yaakov, now known as Israel. It was evident that Yaakov's state of mind was fixed on the covenant of the Most High in his latter days. His health failed him, yet his mind was strong. 
and affixed to the divine future of Israel, which was evident in the prelude to blessing the sons of Yosef in the book of Bereshit or Genesis chapter 48, verses 1 through 10. You see, Yosef was informed of his father's declining health and desired to visit his father. He also brought his two sons with him, Manasseh and Ephraim. In that visit, something very significant took place. Both Manasseh and Ephraim were included in the inheritance of the sons of Yaakov, the sons of Israel, which again proves that Yaakov was a righteous man. How do we know this? Because our book of wisdom, Proverbs chapter 13, verse 22 says, the righteous leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And this is exactly what our forefather Yaakov did. Yaakov viewed both Manasseh and Ephraim in the same light as his very own children. He poured the blessings of the Most High upon them. There was another very significant event which transpired on Yosef's visit to Yaakov. His father blessed both Manasseh and Ephraim. Exactly what is a blessing? I want us to examine what a blessing is so that you realize that you have the same ability. You have the same power to bless. You see, a blessing is to consecrate, to make something holy, to ask divine favor for, to endow someone with something to make them blissful and to make them joyful, to speak words of encouragement and hope in the presence of others is indeed a blessing, which is exactly what he did. It's exactly what we have the power and ability to do in this day and age as well. We too can speak words of encouragement and hope in the presence of others. And anytime we do that, we just bless someone. A lot of times we look at our forefathers and we discuss their abilities spiritually in these scriptures. And we look at it as if it's some sort of magical powers. But it's not magic. You have the same ability. You serve the same Elohim. You are the chip off of the old block. You are descendants of Abraham, Yitzchak, or Yaakov. You see, Yaakov invoked all these things upon the sons of Yosef with his spoken words. Our book of Proverbs, chapter 18, verse 1, it tells us that the tongue has the power of life. Yaakov spoke life into his children and grandchildren, which was crowned to him as a blessing which is counted to him as righteousness, and it will be counted to you just to see. We too should use the power of tongue, of our tongue to speak life into our children and our children's children and to the people that are around about us. My question to you all is, can you bless? And the answer to that question is an emphatic yes. You have the ability to do just what he did in this Torah portion. You too can bless others with the words that you speak in their presence. Just like Yaakov, we can bless, meaning to consecrate, to make holy, to ask divine favor for, and endow others with words of joy and blissfulness. Our words of hope and encouragement that we speak to others are counted to them as a blessing, and it's counted to you as righteousness. Hallelujah.
Ben Hallelujah. In the book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse 28, he spoke and he blessed. You too can speak and you bless. You too can speak and bestow blessings upon all who hear our spoken words. But there was something peculiar in the blessing Yaakov bestowed upon his grandchildren. And Yaakov's blessing, he sent Ephraim ahead of Manasseh, meaning he gave Ephraim the blessing of a firstborn, in which Yosef felt should have went to Manasseh, who was indeed the firstborn. In spite of Yaakov switching their blessing, Manasseh and Ephraim had no mention sibling rivalry, which made their relationship very unique. There is a lesson to be learned in the thoughts of Yosef. And that of Yaakov as it relates to the blessing of Manasseh and Ephraim. Yosef's desire to see Manasseh acquire the blessing of firstborn was due to the conventional and customary practice of our forefathers, as well as his personal experience with him and his brothers. But Yaakov's decision to place Ephraim ahead of Manasseh was guided by his spirit, also known as his ruach. His decision was made by a connection to Ephraim's nafesh, also known as the soul. The nafesh, also known as the soul, is the, meta, is the immaterial part of a person, the eternal part of a living being, the metaphysical part of a person, the unseen principles of the fundamental nature of a person's existence. This was evident in the fact that Yaakov's eyes were dim, meaning he was blind and could not see. Yet he could distinguish between Manasseh and Ephraim by way of their spiritual energy. How many of us are perceptive enough to discern the spirit of others? That is most paramount in our survival and being a part of that remnant. We have to be able to discern between the various spirits out, spirits out there and distinguish between the wicked and the righteous and align ourselves with the righteous. You see, like Yaakov, we too must have that ability to recognize others by their spirit and soul. Yaakov gathered his friends together and not only blessed them, he also reproved three of them. He reproved Reuben, Shimon, and Levi, meaning he verbally chastised three of his sons prior to his death. As parents, it is imperative to reprove our children. To reprove is to rebuke for wrongdoing, to express disapproval for something said or done inappropriately or flat out wrong. In the book of Bereshit or Genesis chapter 49, verses 3 and 4, Yaakov rebuked Reuben, his firstborn. He said, although he was the excellency of dignity and power, he was unstable. Unstable as water, meaning he lacked consistency. We must have consistency in our righteousness. We must take no time off. And if we realize we've strayed to the right or to the left, we must dust ourselves off and get back on the path of righteousness. In the book of Bereshit or Genesis chapter 49, verse 7, Shimon and Levi were rebuked for their wrath, for their anger, for their cruelty due to their slaughter of the Shechemites and the matter of their sister Dina. 
How many of us are plagued by these same spiritual defects in this day and age? Wrath, anger, cruelty will take you off on the path of righteousness. And this is why it was important for Yaakov to reprove his sons before his death. To let them know that they must remove that wrath, that anger, that cruelty from the metaphysical part of them, from their soul, from their spirit. And so should we. It's paramount that all parents take note of the fact that Yaakov reproved his sons for their shortcomings and wrongdoings. This is something that we should all emulate and implement within our own families. The book of Proverbs, chapter 22, verse 6, strongly urges all parents to train a child in the way in which they should go. Training a child is to guide them in their spiritual journey of life, which includes both encouragement and rebuke. Both are blessings to your offspring. You see, Yah only corrects and chastises those whom he loves to prod us in the right direction. And Yah is our spiritual father. And that is an example for all fathers. We too must reprove our children to prod them in the right direction, to guide them along their spiritual journey of life. Just like words of encouragement is a blessing to those who receive it. Words of rebuke, chastisement. They're also blessings to those who receive it. It means someone loves you enough to tell you about your shortcomings, to prod you in the right direction, to get you back on the path of righteousness, turning our heads away at those who rebuke us, holding our ears. It's like cutting off our nose despite our face. But for all who are listening, when you rebuke your fellow kinsmen, Make sure you rebuke them in the spirit of love. Make sure they can feel the love even though you're correcting them. Because that makes all the difference as to whether or not see but not ignore. Hallelujah. In the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verses 6 and 7, it exhorts, strongly urges all parents to keep the law in our heart and teach them diligently to our children. This is a blessing to our offspring. The book of Proverbs, chapter 13, verse 24, it tells us that he who loves their children will indeed discipline them. This is also a blessing to our seed, both encouragement and discipline or rebuke is needed to raise children in the way of the Most High. Yaakov teaches us that both encouragement and rebuke are blessings to our children. Our job as parents don't stop when our adults. We still have an obligation of guidance. This portion teaches us that both encouragement and rebuke equates to a blessing. Make sure that you do your due diligence to do both. Encourage your children consistently, daily, but rebuke them when it's appropriate, but rebuke them in the spirit of love. We should do the same for those who are around about us. 
Let's now examine the book of Bereshit or Genesis chapter 49, verse 29 through chapter 50, verse 14. Let's now speak of the burial of Yaakov, which is another very significant point in Hebraic history. There is also much we can learn from this particular moment in divine history. So Joseph inquired of Pharaoh, meaning he asked Pharaoh, for approval to fulfill the promise he made prior to his father's death, which was to be buried at Machpelah. And Pharaoh agreed. You see, the fact that Joseph had to be granted permission to leave the land once again emphasizes the fact that he was indeed still a bondman or captive in the land of Mitzrayim. And so was his family, who were his VIP guests in the land. See, even though the adversary may elevate us and hold us in high esteem, we have to remember that there's still our adversaries. We have to remember that we're still oppressed. No matter how many accolades we received in the land of our captivity, we were still servants in that land. And we should remember that in the various places that we're scattered to in this day and age. Many of us have done great things in this land, in various other lands. But remember, there's more that's promised to us than being second in charge. We are the head and not the tail. That's our destiny. Our destiny is not to be number two. Our destiny is to be number one. So remember, although Yosef was a very prominent man in the governmental structure of Egypt, he was still number two. He was still in a strange land. And remember that he was an elevated slave in the land of Egypt. Many of our people are elevated slaves in the various lands of our captivity. And the accolades make us forget that we're slaves. Remember our true and divine calling. Remember that we're destined to be number one, not number two. We're destined to be the head and not the tail. Joseph was second in command in the land of Egypt. But we have to remember that the position was given to him by the king of Egypt. Yet they treated Joseph's father as royalty of Egypt. A mighty prince of Jehovah was indeed buried as if he was royalty. Hallelujah. Mehalalia. He was embalmed, which is a customary practice of Egyptians when burying the elite of their society. So they saw our forefather Yaakov as an elite man in their society. He was brought to Eretz Israel by the servants of the king of Egypt. All of the elders in the house of Pharaoh and the land of Egypt came to mourn Yaakov's death. Joseph and all his family came to Eretz Israel, including all the sons of Yaakov and their families, all except for the children, their flocks and herds. The funeral party came to the threshing floor of Atat and mourned for seven days. The threshing floor is also called Abel Mitzrayim because of the grievous mourning of the Egyptians for a loss of Yaakov, the Hebrew, signified by the name Abel Mitzrayim, which represents mourning for a relative of Egypt. So they considered at that time the Hebrews' family. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
They mourn the loss of Yaakov as if he was an Egyptian. Hallelujah. Mechalelia. And that's the type of impact that we can have on the various nations and families that we've been scattered to. Our relationship with our creator and the way we live our divine lifestyle can cause us to find favor even with those who have attempted to oppress us. The Egyptians loved and respected Yaakov as if he was an Egyptian. That's deep. You too can gain the respect and admiration of even those who have attempted to oppress you and keep you oppressed even in this day and age because you serve Yehoah. You walk in righteousness. Walking in righteousness can break down any barriers, can cause you to overcome any obstacles. The Egyptians loved and honored Yaakov as if he was their own. So that yeah. In the book of Bereshit or Genesis chapter 50, verse 15, after the burial of Yaakov, the conscience of Yosef's ten brothers started to bother or eat away at them. And that's what happens when you're doing righteousness. The brothers that sold Yosef into bondage said that Yosef would hate them now that Yaakov was dead. You see, their state of mind was indicative of everyone who has done wrongdoing. We can all relate to this. It causes you to be as you're having a peaceful state of mind because you never know when the most high is going to pay you back for your wrongdoing. So if we want peace, a peace of mind, we must increase our righteousness and make sure that we're consistent in our righteousness. But we're not unstable as water like we're moving us, but we're consistent in our strivings to be right before our creator. Their state of mind was a result of their wrongdoing to Yosef. This is why they worry that Yosef. Would seek retribution, vengeance. And that's the same state of mind that we have when we wrong others. We wonder if they're going to ever repay us for the wickedness we put upon them. To avoid that scenario, to avoid that unrest in your state of mind, treat people righteously. Do what is right. Treat people the way you want to be treated. They sent a messenger to him saying that their father commanded Joseph to forgive them for their sins against him. And Joseph reassured his brothers that all was forgiven. He comforted them. He spoke kindly to them and continued to provide for them after the death of his father, which clearly expresses an important part of Yosef's character, which we all could learn from. He was a forgiving person. He held no grudges. He held no hatred in his heart. He did not hold on to the spirit of anger for those who transgressed him, and neither should we. Let us always remember Forgiveness benefits the forgiver more than the forgiving. Forgiveness is good for your heart, literally. It's proven to lower blood pressure. It's proven to lower your heart rate. It's proven to lower stress, which promotes long-term health benefits. So you want to be healthy. 
both physically and mentally. And in order to do so, forgiveness is a part of what we must embrace to improve our mental and physical welfare. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joseph and all his father's house continued to dwell in Egypt. Joseph lived to see the third generation of Ephraim, which were his great-great-grandchildren. He also lived to see his great-grandchildren of the sons of Manasseh, the second generation, which were born upon his very own knees. Hallelujah. May hallelujah. In the book of Revelation of Genesis, chapter 50, verse 24 through 26, it shows that in spite of Joseph spending the last 93 years of his life in Egypt, he had a burning desire for Eretz Yisrael, evident because of the oath he made with his kinsmen prior to his death, echoing that of his father. He reminded them that they would be brought up out of Egypt, reiterating the vision. Always remember, without a vision, the people perish. He always remembered the divine promise, and so should we. Joseph made a transgenerational oath prior to his death, which was to be executed four generations later. He called the Israelites to swear to take his embalmed corpse to Eretz Israel, the land of Israel. He didn't want his remains left in a foreign land. He wanted to be laid to rest in the land of milk and honey. It was obvious that Joseph's love and desire for the divinely promised land was an emotion that was also transgenerational. It began with Abraham, who was chosen. It was passed on to Yitzchak, who never traveled outside of Eretz Israel, who then passed the love for the land to Yaakov. And as a result, Joseph had the same desire. And so should every one of us. We should follow their example. We should pass on that love for the divinely promised land that vision of acquiring that divinely promised land to our offspring. And they should have the presence of mind to pass it on to their children. That is a part of what part of the way that we keep the vision alive. And that we can secure the best interests of our family members, even those who have yet issues that have yet to come. You see, as servants of Yah. We must have a desire to return to our land. We must also have a desire to walk in the way of the Most High in spite of our present geographical location, evident in both the life and in the death of Yosef, son of Yisrael. Hallelujah. Nehalelujah. Nahaf Torah can be found in the book of First Kings. First Kings in Ivrit is Sefer Melatim Aleph. The Book of Kings continues the history of the monarchy from the time of King Solomon to the death of King Ahab and the evil reign of King Ahaziah, King of Israel. The Book is of historic character and deals with the political, social, and economic history of Solomon, King Solomon, and some of the kings of both Israel and Yehuda. The book emphasizes three fundamental institutions that emerged from that period symbolizing the presence of the Most High amongst his chosen people. Hallelujah. What are those three fundamental institutions? The three fundamental institutions are, number one, the evolution of formal prophecy. 
There were schools of prophets in Israel, men learning how to prophesy and connect with the people of Israel and the power that they serve. You see, people don't believe that spirituality can be taught. But yes, it can. We had formal prophecies, schools of young prophets being reared up to learn how to, to con- how to connect with the creator and to relay a divine message to the people. They were learning this. We too can learn this when we listen to our beloved elders like Maurice Zerubbabel, Simon Yaakov, of Israel, the teachings of my beloved elder, who is no longer with us, even Moray, with Kotev, Elazar, and Yehuda, and the various talented leaders and teachers spread amongst us as a people in this day and age. We too can learn about spirituality. We too can learn how to, how to connect with our higher power and how to relay a divine message to the people. Another fundamental institution that was present in that time was the temple in Jerusalem, centralizing Hebraic worship of the true and living Elohim. And number three, last but not least, the unbroken Davidic dynasty, which is the focal point of this week's Haftorah portion, Hallelujah, Mehalelah. The Haftorah is found in the book of 1 Kings chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In this week's Haftorah, King David delivered some very important instructions to his son Solomon from his deathbed. The Haftorah parallels the Torah portion in respect that two very powerful men of Israel made it a top priority to instruct the succeeding generation prior to their death, which is a major part of the reason the Mosai established a divine covenant and relationship with Abraham of Eden. King David encourages his son, Solomon, to be strong and show himself a man. And our beloved Elder and Moray, Zerubbabel, spoke about this earlier. We as men, we have to reassume our rightful position as righteous leaders of our families, as righteous leaders of this nation. We too must be strong. We must show ourselves to be men, strong physically and mentally, as well as spiritually. How do you show strength as a man or even as a woman of Yahweh? By walking in the ways of the Most High, by keeping the statutes, commandments, and ordinances of our higher power. Walking in the way of the Most High is the only way to ensure success in life. King David went as far as to give his son tactical instructions. He clearly labeled and discerned son from foe, meaning he told the son who stays and who has to go, who to associate with and who not to associate with. Are we leaving these type of instructions with our children? Are we letting them know who to align themselves with and who to stay away from? These righteous examples are left on record so that we can glean knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. 
and share that within our family structure, within our nation. We too should have the presence of mind to train our children with tactical instructions, clearly labeled friend from foe in this world, so that they know who to align themselves with and who to stay far away from. That will ensure your bloodline, generations to come. That will ensure that your offspring are part of the remnant. Because association brings about assimilation. If you align yourself with wicked people, you will acquire wicked ways. So make certain that we teach our children who to roll with, who to stay away from, who to align themselves with. Make sure you only align yourself with people who love the creator or people that can be taught to love the creator. Hallelujah. Mehalelujah. King David clearly articulates those who Solomon should show favor to, as well as those who deserve punishment for their actions committed during his reign. And the Haftor ends with the death of King Solomon and the succession of his son Solomon. I'm sorry, the Haftor ends with the death of King David and the succession of his son Solomon, who adheres to his father's instructions and firmly established his sovereignty as a result. You see, the Hebraic state of mind dictates that death is not the end of the matter. Many of us are afraid to even discuss death. But death comes to us all. What do we do while we're living? How do we prepare our family for the days after we're even gone? Are we encouraging our children? Are we teaching them to be strong and courageous? Are we teaching them to lean on the creator of heaven and earth? Are we teaching them to align themselves with people who have mutual respect for our creator? Are we teaching them that the divine vision must always be at the forefront of their mind? Never forget the promise. Never forget our true calling and our true destiny. These are all things as parents that we must do for our children. That will secure our bloodline. That will strengthen the roots of our family tree. That will ensure that your offspring, even generations from now, will be a part of that righteous number, part of the remnant. And in closing, this week's Sidra and Haftorah shares much insight to that which should be our desired day-to-day walk with the Creator. There are seven principles from the Sidra that I would like to emphasize and reiterate. Number one, our happiness in life. Like Yaakov, we should prevail over life's turmoil and be careful not to limit our happiness to life's circumstances. Happiness should be considered as a state of emotional well-being in which we are committed to in spite of our circumstances. You see, only 23% of Yaakov's life was considered good, 34 out of 147 years. Yet he went to his grave happy and in peace. Hallelujah. Number two, the power of words. 
Life and death are in the power of the tongue, and so are curses and blessings. Be careful of the words we speak to others, and be ever mindful to bless those around you, as Yaakov did to his sons and grandsons. Yaakov even blessed Pharaoh, king of Egypt, in last week's four portion. We learn from this that we should not be stingy with our blessings. We too should recognize the power of our words and use them to uplift the people who hear the words we speak. Encourage the people that are around about us. Hallelujah. We hallelujah. That will be counted to them as a blessing. And it will be counted to you as righteousness. Hallelujah. We hallelujah. Number three, the importance of reproving our offspring. This was also a noteworthy theme of this portion. Like Yaakov, we must correct the wrongdoings of our children to ensure that they continue to walk in the ways of the Most High, the ways of righteousness, that they maintain the Torah mind. That is our job as parents. We can't leave that most important responsibility in the hands of someone else. We cannot expect the school system to teach our children how to be righteous, how to discern from right and wrong. Because the majority of the people out there, they don't know the God that you know. They don't know these divine laws, statutes, and commandments. This is why we must take it on ourselves to teach our children righteousness. We don't put that on a moray out there or a Kohen out there or a priest. That job is so important, you must do it yourself, just as the Torah says in the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse 4. Engrave it in our children. It says, Shanantam. It's Shanantam, and engrave it in them. How do you engrave something in a person? Through repetition. By way of pouring out your soul repetitiously to them. To make them understand how important it is to walk in the ways of righteousness. And how our vision, our future destiny, depends on it. Our welfare as a people depends on it. Our family structure depends on it. Generations after us will depend on you and the righteousness you embed in the next generation. Be sure to strengthen your family tree. And the best way to do that is by teaching your children diligently, repetitiously. Hallelujah. Mehalelujah. Number four, anger and wrath should be eradicated from our personalities to ensure our spiritual welfare. Remember Shimon and Levi's rebuke from their father for their anger and their wrath. Remember, anger rests in the bosom of fools. Now, it doesn't mean that you're a fool just because you get angry. But how long will you allow that spirit to rest on you? When you allow that spirit to rest upon the metaphysical part of you, you're destined to fail in the eyes of the Creator. When we see ourselves getting angry, we must stop ourselves in the moment and remove that spirit. 
Anger causes us to forget the laws of our creator. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number five, consistency. Consistency is needed in our righteousness. As Jacob articulated in the blessing or reproof to Reuven. He told him before he passed in a roundabout way that you must be more consistent, young man. You're as unstable as water. Let us learn from the life of Reuven. Let us learn from the rebuke given to Reuven by his father. Let us teach ourselves in the same way. Let us teach our children in the same way. We must be consistent in our righteousness. Let's learn not to be as unstable as water, as, as Reuben was. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Number six, we should all be forgiven. As Yosef was to his brothers, in spite of their transgressions against him, forgiveness benefits the forgiver more than it does the forgiven. Forgiveness is mandatory for both our spiritual and mental health. And all of these pieces connect together like Lego blocks, like pieces of a puzzle. By embracing forgiveness, you will not allow anger to rest on your spirit. You will not allow the spirit of vengeance and wrath to remain embedded in the metaphysical part of you. Anger, wrath, vengeance. It's like a degenerate disease because you will pass it on to your offspring just like Esau did to the Edomites. And before you know it, your bloodline will be cursed because of the defects that you put and your offspring, and that they passed on from generation to generation. So let us learn to be forgiven. Because forgiveness benefits you more than it does the person that you're forgiven. It allows your mental and physical health to be improved. Hallelujah. The hallelujah. Number seven is the importance of directing your house and your offspring in respect to teaching them to have foresight and vision for the future. How many of us are planning for the future? How many of us have a will, a last will and testament? How many of us have insurance policies? How many of us are teaching our children about the righteous ways of the creator? Because that is even more important than financial resources. If you're righteous, if you're spiritually inclined, and you keep the vision at the forefront of your mind, everything else will fall in place. The most I see fit. But don't forget to plan for your future. Set five-year goals. That's something that my Isha always tells me. Set goals. Make a vision board. Make a list of things that you want to accomplish. Check them off of the list as you accomplish them. That's a way of encouraging yourself 
That's a way of blessing yourself. That's a way keeping your eyes on the prize. That's a way that we would never forget the promise. But how far his main theme was to be strong and obedient in the laws, statutes, and commandments of the Most High. To always seek the way of the Creator. And like the kingdom of Solomon, you will have peace and good success. This week, it represents the grassroots stages of Yeshua, the rudiment or foundation of the upright. We must pay special attention to this week's Torah portion because there's so much that we can apply in our relationship with our creator and our interpersonal relationship one with another. You see, over the past 12 weeks, we have reviewed the blueprint of creation, the rise and fall of man, the divine covenant established with Abraham of Eden, and the divine attributes which makes the righteous special to Yehovah. Let us never forget. Let us always keep it at the forefront of our mind. As always, be sure to meditate in this book of the law and apply the concepts enclosed therein to ensure that you remain Torah mind in your spiritual journey of life. Let's be sure to apply all that we have learned and remember that you are worthy. You are beautiful. You are loved. You are protected and blessed by the best. Our potential is unlimited because our heritage is sacred. Hodula Yehoah Kitol, Kile Olam Kasido. Hallelujah. The host Amen. has joined the conference. Hallelujah. Well, I'll tell you during this segment, it seems as though the adversary doesn't want me to hear the portion, but there's no way I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss it. This has been such a most edifying segment. The Torah-minded segment to me is probably like the health spot. It's, it's marrow to my bones. It's, uh, it's, it's a good feeling to know that not only um, is our history second to none, but when we read this history, we can point ourselves out, oh, yeah, I recognize my uncle. I recognize that's my grandmother's spirit, you know. And you know, the thing about this particular portion that gets me, is the guilt. Guilt is something serious. When you feel guilty, now, as as you can see, they felt so guilty that these brothers thought that somebody was coming for them. Somebody was, they, they thought that their brother, after all this time and all that has gone on, they thought Yosef, now that Jacob is dead, he's going to forget that his kindness. You know, that is the, that's the part of doing things that make you guilty, make you feel like you're, you're doing something that's so wrong, you know. And when they never really came clean with their father, they made their father, uh, you know, guess, make it up in his mind that, they, that his son was a goner. So now that the father is gone, these brothers are feeling guilty. This is the highlight of the portion for me. Not the fact that Jacob spent 17 years with his son and his grandchildren after the 17 years that he was missing. Not that part. But the guilt. You know, that's why it's important that we 
Ask the creator to release us from the guilt. But guilt will have you doing some foolish things. It's like regret. You can't come back from regret. So instead of feeling the guilt or feeling the regret, just avoid the sin. At least that's what makes sense to me. But this has been an amazing, amazing part of our history that we can learn from. It's time that we picked up the good points and left the other stuff of our forefathers behind. The deception, the lies, the, you know, the things that got us in trouble with the creator. So I pray that the Most High will continue to bless and keep us, to help us, to make it clear to us what he expects from us. If we read these portions and we can see ourselves in it, then perhaps we can see ourselves changing the behavior. Perhaps we can actually become better people. I don't know. But Moray, once again, I have to give him his props. He's always done such a great job bringing forth a summary like it's more in-depth than ever. It's not just a summary for me. This explained it to the T. In a lot of instances, when I hear uh, Moray teach, Moray Uzia has done a better job for me explaining this Torah than lots of people that have Moray or whatever before their title, I mean before their name, whatever title. You know, he's done some very uh, extensive studies and has studied underneath some very, very, very educated Israelite men. So I just want to commend him and thank him. And even though it's a recording, I still take that blessing, you know, and bless me also. Yeah, I'm that one. Bless me also. May the most I hear the words and may his glory forever be magnified. And may we forever find our purpose. Every day is an opportunity to find out what it is that you have to be doing in your life and to better yourself. So with that being said, um, are there any thoughts before we move forward? This is your opportunity right now, star five star, to let your voice be heard. If not, we're going to move forward with our next segment where we will hear from Gavet Adera with the health spot, bringing us a holistic, helpful, healthy tips on not just getting healthy as a whole, but letting it be a lifestyle. You know, it's one thing when you're dealing with situations, heavy burdens in your mind, but when it switches over to physical, you definitely need to know what to do to help you out. So that's why we have Gavetta Dira here. So without further ado, checking the board again. No hands raised. Okay, moving right along. Star 5 Star gets you in. You would like to hear what Gavir Adira has to say with this health spot. Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Stay blessed. He comes with the whisper. Tell you everything you wanted to hear, and it made you feel good. I can do you good. Making you tired of the thing you knew was good and right. Turn your back on your religion. What you didn't know was that he's alive. When you said, don't Don't keep having a fool. Don't keep 
Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Akota Dira, thanking the Creator for your life and allowing you to come on this line and bless us with your knowledge. And we look forward to the health spot. Hope your week has been good and it ended strong. Shabbat Shalom, Akoti. Shabbat Shalom, Shabbat Shalom. My week has been very good. It's been very productive. And um, I'm blessed to be a part of the Holy Convocation and hearing all of these wonderful songs and lessons and just hearing your voice, my sister. How you doing? I will not complain. I wouldn't be able to complain either if I just got finished seeing my Amy and, and coming from a wonderful vacation like you did. <laughs> so hallelujah. You sound good and um yeah. You sound good like you're doing wonderful, your spirit is well. Spirit is twelve may old. The rest of me is catching up. <laughs> well, it sounds like you should have been on the cleanse, my sister. This is the last day of the um seven day cleanse that we did uh on the on on the um vegan plate, please. So um, this week was a cleanse week. I wanted to make sure people started off um, started off 2020, the new the the, the first month in the decade, uh, first month of the decade, strong. You know, with a commitment and being clear. You know, being clear on their goals because when you start off right, then you end up right. You start off up here. You want to end up up here. So I wanted to make sure um, to bring that up. So we did do a fantastic and wonderful cleanse. Food is powerful. Food is very powerful. Bad food is powerful, and good food is powerful. So we need to know the difference between um, the yah mind, the spiritual food, and that evil food that keeps us, you know, um, down in the dumps slumped over, you know, tired, lethargic. And we need to know what foods energize us, what foods vibrate high and resonate on a high level so that we can um, so that we can take that energy and make it a part of us. That's where the saying goes, you are what you eat. You are what you eat because your body metabolizes everything that you're eating and makes it into something that it needs to have. So if it doesn't need to have it and it can't figure out what to do with it, um, it normally gets packaged up and stored somewhere in your body because your body doesn't know what to do with it. So that creates a problem in our body down the line. So what we do is we take the time to do these cleanses and cleanse out all the junk that's in our trunk. We just get in there and we do a fast, we do a purge, we do, um, 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 yeah, well, elimination of certain things from our diet throughout the year. 
you do this, you know, throughout the year. Not It's not a one-and-done thing. You get on board with whatever you can get on board with, whatever you feel comfortable with. If you can't get on vegan plate, please, and do these cleanses, then do them on somebody else's page. Do them on somebody else's YouTube. Go get a book and do something, you know. Do something and, and get in the game with someone so you can have a buddy, a partner, and you can resonate that energy off of each other and, and motivate each other because that's so very important. Our lives are full of things to do. I mean, you know, we're constantly juggling, but we have to make sure that we get the junk out of our trunk so that we can be resonated on a high level of energy and have what we need. So um, this week uh, was a seven-day cleanse. We poured water on ourselves, over ourselves, into ourselves. First thing in the morning, it was a 20-ounce container of water, 15, and you had to down that in like 10 minutes, five or 10 minutes. You got to down that water. Now, in the water... There wouldn't have been anything like, you know, orange, a squeeze of orange, a squeeze of lemon. Um, You could have soaked some cucumber. You could have soaked uh, overnight, that is. You know, you soak it overnight. overnight. You could have soaked, like, basil, sprigs of basil and rosemary, cucumber, and such in some water. But the whole thing about it is you keep the water room temperature and you let it soak overnight. And then you drink that water, 20 ounces of water, strained, of course, 20 ounces of water, within 5 to 10 minutes, early, early, early in the morning. So that whole practice is the practice of breaking your fast. So when you break your fast with water, you are replenishing your system with everything um, that it needs. Water is essential. It is an element that is part of us. We are elemental, I always say. Earth, wind fire and water. So that um, first thing in the morning, getting you started off in your day, it's like a game changer. It's not only a game changer for like right now in your day, it's a game changer for the rest of the year. You know, it's a game changer for people who are looking at you because at the end of that seven days, your skin is brighter. Your energy level is higher. You are resonating on a high vibration. You're healthier. You're, you know, you're more energetic. All of these things resonate, and people are looking at you, and they're like, well, what are you doing? What did you do? You know, so when you do things, it's not only a game changer for yourself. It's not only a game changer for the moment. It's a game changer for everything that you do, everything that you, everything that um, you touch, your aura. It flows out of you. And that's what makes us leaders. That's what makes us priests to the other nations. Because we have this ability to resonate an energy around us and change things. So when you change yourself, you're not only changing yourself, you're changing everything around you. So um, I, I do encourage you to go back if you have not Avail yourself to that information on the page. It is there. It's there for you. It's immortalized. You know, you can always go back. You can always start it when when you want. But I do encourage you get a buddy. 
get some someone um, to do it with you so that so that it can um, you can like bounce off of each other, share experiences, challenges, woes, because <laughs> they're going to be some ups and downs. Oh, I'm so hungry. Oh, why do I have to get up this early this morning? Oh, um, you know, I won't be able to make it to work because I, I'm purging right now and I'm going to be late stuck in traffic. Those kinds of things happen. So we have to have somebody to share all of that with. But, um, yeah, it's definitely, definitely worth it. These natural um, remedies and things like this, they really work. They work. But you have to believe in what you're doing so that you can continue with it. You know, so that you can continue with it in a spirit of of of, of positiveness, and and you know, um, so that you can see what it does for you. You know, so that you can manifest it into your reality, whatever that reality might be. You know, so if, for example, like the onions in the socks, if you're sick and you put onions in your socks, you might not believe that. So you might not do it. So you'll never be able to see that it works because you didn't do it, you know, or you didn't do it right, you know. So different things like this, we have to say they've been in practice for thousands and thousands of years. Okay, so this um, this nation that we're in, this culture that we're in, they're just discovering things that have been in practice for thousands of years in the East. So we're an Eastern culture, stuck in a Western mindset. You know, we have to get out of that so we know um, how to serve. We better know how to take our position in the circle of light and do what we are um, destined to do and be who we are destined to, to become. So what I wanted to teach on today um, outside of that, oh, along with the cleanse came um, a nice little grocery list so that you can pick from that grocery list and make up different, um, different like, dishes for yourself. So we had like, salads going on. We had some soups going on. We had um, different things going on today, being as though it's the seventh day, I am going to post out um, a nice dessert of dates and, and um, different ingredients for a nice little dessert, you know. So the other day our dessert was um, Asian pear. Actually, it wasn't dessert. Dessert um, comes after the meal. This was fruit, so it came before the meal because fruit is the most easily to digest by the system. So the, the I guess, appetizer was an Asian pear drizzled with uh, blackstrap molasses and squeeze of lime. And it looks so beautiful. It looks so beautiful. When I plated it, I put it on my page. So different things like that make a difference. It makes a difference and keeps people um, energized, keeps people happy, engaged, you know. But basically it was like salads and soups and um, different cooked foods. No, no uh, heavy fried foods and you know um, heavy oils and stuff like that. Breads, of course, all white foods were out this week. No 
um, you know, breads and different things like that, cookies and cakes, and that was out. But, yeah, we did have cooked food. We did have um, salads, and we did have some delicious soups, like split pea soups and chickpea soup. Um, I even made some chickpea burgers, you know, chickpea patties. They were smaller, you know, smaller portion sizes, of course. So different things like that um, kept people going, kept people engaged. So it's been very, very uh, successful. Even if you fall out the wig and even if you get started later, just get started. It doesn't have to be a perfect cleanse. It just has to be done. You know, you, everybody has to start somewhere. So I encourage you, go to Vegan Plate, please, and check out the notes, check out the daily encouragements and different things like that, and, and be encouraged and encourage others, you know, to come along and, and do it with you so that we can start from the 20 on a high note, be able to, when Passover gets, comes around, you know, also enjoy the um, the festivities and, and benefits of, you know, that particular time of year, that particular cleanse also, that's the cleanse, definitely. That's the cleanse you're going through at the beginning of the year. So what I wanted to talk about today was um, active charcoal. Active charcoal, because one, it's a natural remedy. I do like to bring to the table some different information about some natural remedies because a lot of us go out here and we spend like ton of money on different um, products and things like that, and we, we tend to make other people rich. And it's like, no, you have natural remedies that um, really work much better in your body. And it, it, you know, works in tandem with your body systems a lot better. So I wanted to talk today about acid charcoal and how you can get that into your life and make that, you know, something that is your go-to product for your medicine cabinet. I want our medicine cabinet to change this year. So I'll be doing presentations on different things like this. So your medicine cabinet can change. It can actually manifest itself into something that's going to be uh, natural, uh, vibrant, versatile, you know, because if you get certain things from these stores, if you get certain products from the stores, they're only really directed for that one thing. But if you get other natural products like um, honey or apple cider vinegar or active charcoal, you know, or essential oils, these things have a multitude, a multitude of different uses. So you just save yourself a boatload of money. Because, you, you know, you just have to figure out how to use them and how to use them to your advantage and to your family's advantage. So these are the different uses for active charcoal. So active charcoal is good for a teeth whitener. It's good to whiten your teeth. There are advantages to this. There are also some disadvantages. So I encourage you to do your research and look it up. But it is excellent to whiten your teeth. Now, um, when you take toothpaste, for example, to whiten your teeth, um, you can also use toothpaste to clean things with. 
like uh, you can use it to clean copper and different things like that. So, and then you're you're told, you know, don't swallow it. So this thing about toothpaste, I want you to understand, it's um, it's it's a product that is a poison. So we want to make sure that we're putting things into our system that resonate well within our system. Okay, and taking of course, taking the right measures to protect ourselves against anything that could go mess with those natural products. The natural products are strong, too. But if they have more of an advantage to your system, then I encourage you to go ahead, do research, and use them. Use them to your advantage. So instead of going out there and getting that piece tooth whitener, um, you know, bleaching your teeth and things like that, that's going to really damage your gums. Go ahead and look into active charcoal instead. Also here it says it can be used as a mask to clear your pores, right? So we find ourselves with blackheads or skin disorders and things like this. Active charcoal, look it up. Look it up and make sure that you're going on YouTube. Make sure that you're going on Google. You have a computer in your hand. Most part of the day, you start playing games or, or scrolling through Facebook or Instagram, or Twitter, you know, use that computer, that smartphone that's in your hand to go on YouTube, go on Google, and research, research, research these things. Find out what is good for you. How do you use this active charcoal to get pores and clean clean your pores and make your face look, you know, resonate a wonderful and beautiful vibration, healthy, beautiful skin? You know, it's say put some active charcoal, mix it in with some glue and some essential oil. And you take a, a brush, a paintbrush, you brush it onto your face very carefully, making sure that you don't hit your uh, hairline, you don't hit your eyebrows with it, okay? And use this to clean your face and clean out your pores. It can also be used as a soap. So um, you make some of us on the line here it actually makes soap. It's a good idea to find out what the attributes of active charcoal is and put that in your soaps. You know, I've gone over to, I think it was um, not Trader Joe's, Whole Foods. I've gone over to the Whole Foods, and in there, on one of the sections, they have like a whole display of different soaps, different soaps, handmade soaps, and active charcoal is one of them. Really wonderful properties as the charcoal has for the skin. Okay, it also has acid properties or wonderful properties for the hair. So it can make your hair soft and luxurious and luscious and encourage the growth in your hair. So what you do with that is you have the um, you have the black seeds and you put in some aloe vera. And you put in some active charcoal into a food processor. You process that up, and then you smash it down, goop it down onto your hair like you would goop down, um, goop your hair down with, um, I don't know, cholesterol or Queen Helen's this or, you know, whoever's that. You know, use that active charcoal instead and see the benefits of it along with that aloe vera. 
another thing too, you can use aloe vera and honey. Aloe vera and honey. And I'm not saying, you know, you go and get a container of aloe vera. You go get that big old leaf that they have in the produce section, that big leaf of aloe vera. You slice it open alongside the long way. You open it up and then you scoop out that gel. That aloe vera is tremendous healing power for the hair shaft, you know. So um, there's another one here. It says to be used as a bath ball. So earlier in the list, it did say it could be used as a soap, but as a bath ball. And this one has that you mix it with baking soda, essential oil, acid charcoal. And then you put that together into your bath or um, in, into a little ball mold for a little ball. And then you plop that into your bath and watch it fizz. It's a chemical reaction. You get in there with that chemical reaction, you let that go to work on the skin. The skin is the largest organ on your body. So we have to learn how to take care of it. And acid charcoal is one of the products that will definitely take care of our skin. Um, it can also be used for stomach pain. So it can be used as a cure for stomach pain instead of like popping those pum tum thumps, you know, and that Pepto Bismol, no magnesia. Try some acid charcoal. And I'm not saying just take a scoop of it and put it in your mouth. There's a certain way, a certain recipe put together. And you make your acid charcoal into your medicine, and you plop it in your mouth, and you let that go to work on your internal system, you know. So we have to learn how to do these things. Last thing here on the list is um, it can be used as ice cream. It can be used as ice cream. If you put it in with dry ice, heavy cream, and sugar, you can use it as a treat for yourself and make black ice cream. <laughs> so enjoy your active charcoal. I will be posting this link for you so that you can take a look and explore some of these YouTube um, ideas with this active charcoal. It is amazing. It is an amazing product. But I encourage you to use it to your advantage and take and uh, make sure if you're going to use it as a mask, you have to use certain glue. Um, so that you don't put toxins onto your skin. You know, if you're using it as a toothpaste, use it with the prescribed uh, ingredients, okay, so that you are not putting toxins into your system at the same time that you're using these things to, to, to better manage your system. Um, oh, the last thing it can be used for here, I did miss one, I'm sorry, slightly. Uh, you can use it as a hair remover for under your armpit, okay? So it will remove your hair also. So there, there's, there's another thing in there that you can use it in. All right, well, toda, toda for allowing my voice to be heard. Hopefully you gain some information from this segment and that you will use it going forward. Praise be the Most High Yah for allowing us to be together on this holy convocation. The Yah and me loves the Yah and you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Yakai. Hallelujah, Yakai. As usual, we thank you for your information, your knowledge, your wisdom, your encouragement, good spirit. What a beautiful Shabbat this has started out to be. Like, can you believe it's only five more hours left of this day? Mm-mm-mm. Those winter months. But Toda, you know, healthy is, is the new word. Healthy, you know, it, it's going to take out that word toxic. I think that that was on the list of overused words last year. So we're going to remove the toxicity, and we're going to replace it with the good health, healthy. You want to be healthy. We don't want to have arthritic pains and lung pains. We don't want to have none of those things that keep us debilitated. So this healthy outlook is definitely something that we can all appreciate, from detoxing to putting the proper things in our body. Now, you highlighted charcoal today. I just want to say that I'm so happy that my mother introduced me to this charcoal toothpaste. When I tell you I tossed out the other toothpaste, it's like I don't want it anymore. All I want is that charcoal. That charcoal is so amazing. It makes your teeth so bright. And you don't have to worry about you know, this being an issue uh, about, oh, no, you know, my gums are sore and bleeding and disease now because I've got fluoride. Top of the list, that's one of the things that we need to hate. Fluoride. But I am, I'm a fan. I'm a humongous fan. And then my brother, um, he actually... Uh, started talking to me about him using charcoal. He asked, where did I get it from? He's like, we get that, the natural charcoal. I said, that's from your mother. He was like, wow, I thought I was the only one that was up on it. Oh, no, sir. We're not holding this as a um, secret. I'm telling everybody. So I appreciate you sharing that. Charcoal. Charcoal is amazing. And I have this charcoal sugar scrub that I use on my hands. My hands get very rough and dry and stuff using, you know, chemicals and keeping your hands in water all the time. So my hands always stay dry. So I love this charcoal sugar scrub that I use. What I say amazing, it just does amazing things to my hands. Um but charcoal in general is just some good stuff. And I, I really appreciate you sharing that. My pleasure. Absolutely mm-hmm. my pleasure. Um, and I, I would really love to hear um, how it helped you. And if there's anybody else in line who actually used it as a charcoal for, for teeth whitening or, you know, as, as um, maybe like in the back. I have one that I, I have a sponge that I use for my face, and I don't use any soap or anything on my face, um, any makeup or anything like that. I just use this uh, use this charcoal sponge just to wash my face, and I've had wonderful, you know, um, compliments on my, on my face, on my skin, and everything like that, um, but I don't use anything else but the, but the sponge.
actually I wanted to try like the um actually I wanted to try like the face mask, the face mask and the fast fold. Because those are really good, um, what do you call them? <laughs> it's called like a science project. <laughs> so it's fun in that respect also. I used to make your mask and dry it on your face and peel it off or, you know, make the uh, make the little bath ball out of the baking, the, the baking soda, whatever, watch it fizz. So those are the kinds of things that I want to hear about. If anybody's on the line that has some and that, you know, they also have a testimony about it. Let your voice be heard and share that information. Yeah, I would definitely want to hear that information. And um, I'm going to need to give me that, uh, what did you say, is a sponge? A charcoal sponge? I have to get my hands on that. So, oof, I have this... Um, is is it made from charcoal? I believe so. It's it's not a sponge, but it's um a face mask. You know, you put it on and let it dry, and then you peel it off. That works really well. Um, the face mask is amazing. Um, I don't I don't I I don't know where to get that sponge from, but I would love a charcoal. So if you can, you know, later on let me know where you got that from, I would much appreciate it. But I do have this, like I said, the mask that you let dry and you peel off, that's amazing. Um, I, too, don't use anything on my face. I, I really just washcloths and some water. But I like the idea of having the glowy skin. So definitely I would love to get that, my hands on the charcoal sponge. So, Akari Shabbat, just drop me a letter or something. Let me know where you got it from, and um, I'm going to use that, too. But uh, charcoal is, is, is the new fluoride. Y'all y'all don't need to use uh, toothpaste with fluoride in order to get sparkly white teeth. You know, you can definitely accomplish what you want. Your, my gums used to be really tender. Um, when I'm using this uh, charcoal, I've noticed since, when have we started? Since right after um, Pesach, the bomb, the bomb. I love it. Mm-hmm. I will definitely do that, definitely, absolutely, and for sure. And it lasts forever, you know. It lasts forever. Like the sponges that I bought from the island, I gave them away as a gift. They're still mm-hmm. using those sponges. It's like, Wow. They ever, you know, it's natural and it has like um, you know, it has its own healing property for itself, <laughs> you know. So you can just keep using these things. It's like crazy. Now you see things fall apart, you know. Other things they just like fall apart, and you're like, why did I ever get into it? But you get these things that are natural, and they tend to just like take care of themselves. Yes, and I, we need something like that that just will take care of themselves. Now, if I can find um, a dentist that just grow teeth back or a product that makes the teeth grow, I would love that. <laughs> anyway, no, no charcoal in the world is going to bring your teeth back, so take care of your teeth while you have them. I was watching um, a lady who spoke about there was a homeless. It was It was about the homeless people. And they actually have um, a group, a team that goes out 
um, I think it's every six months or so. It may, it may even be once a year. And these, this whole medical staff from dentists to the doctors and what have you, they go and volunteer their services to all the homeless people. And the homeless people sign up for it because they know they come in. And they give them the free services. It's like a tent makeshift clinic or doctor's office. Um, but the one thing that I noticed is that they were talking about teeth. And the lady said she had lost her sister, um, who was younger than her at the time, you know, younger than what she is right now. And it was her older sister, but uh, her sister didn't live to see the age that she is, which was in her 50s. She said she remembered that her teeth was the um, bottom line issue to all of her medical problems. The the lack of caring for her teeth caused all, if not most, all of her medical problems. And so she was so excited to get a tooth fix that was bothering her for so long, and she started feeling the effects in her body. So we have to understand that caring for your teeth is priority, and it goes hand in hand with caring for the rest of your body. And when you're, she says she wind up having to have all of her teeth extracted, and she died young because of the illnesses that will cause as a direct offense to her teeth. So please, care for your mouth, care for your teeth. Yes, absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that testimony. So important that we understand that we should be brushing our teeth like twice a day, making sure that our teeth are clean and our gums are clean properly too. You know, that that um, has a direct connection with um, a risk of uh, stroke and heart attack. You, I don't know if, if anybody on the line knows that, but um, you, you really have to take care of your, your teeth and your gums. It's very intricately connected with your um, cardiovascular, cardiovascular system. Um, take care of your teeth. And, and believe me, we do not need that fluoride. That fluoride is, is a topical thing that's supposed to be given to us at the dentist. And actually, you know, if, if, if we take care of our teeth, we don't really need to go for that because the enamel is alive. It goes back, you know. So, hey, just just be mindful of these chemicals, things that we're eating, damage our teeth, the, th- the fact that we don't brush in the morning and, and before we go to bed damages our, our teeth and our, the health of our gums. So it's important to floss, 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 floss. Be mindful of your products and just floss. Be mindful of your water quality also. So that's another thing that we tend not to realize is, is um, in our environment that's contaminated. The water. So be mindful of your water. Thank you so much for sharing that testimony. Not good. Wow, yes. Please be mindful of your sodium water. To <laughs> The water with all kinds of nonsense in it. What is that all about? They're not trying to make you healthy, that's for sure. So, yes, definitely. If we can do it, avoid drinking water. Get the spring water. 
If you're going to drink the bottled water, get the spring water. Why? Um, I I was doing reading, reading, always reading these different articles. But um, the one thing that I know about the the water that they put in these bottles, if you're going to buy drinking water, then nine times out of ten you should just go ahead and turn the faucet on because it's probably the same source. So, you know, it's it's very important that we check behind the somebody need to check the people that's checking the people. You know, because nine times out of ten they're not accurate. They're not telling you the truth. Or they're giving you their truth but trying to downplay it and make it seem like it's not that big of a deal. It's water. Water is water. Yeah, but they put fluoride in your water, or they'll put, and especially in baby water, they put fluoride in the baby's water on purpose. And so they tell you it's only a little teeny poison. Poison is not supposed to be on the menu in any amount, whether it's your water, your toothpaste, your soap. So we have to be mindful of everything. And I just want to big up all the Hebrew and uh, Israelite businesses. You all are amazing. I feel that everybody should take the time and, and recognize an Israelite business, an Israelite institute, um, uh, whatever it is that they're offering. Go ahead and support your nearest Israelite business. Buy a T-shirt. Buy a, a, a roll of deodorant. You know, go to the class, whatever it is, and and be mindful that your people are out here struggling, and we can be struggling together. It's easier and it's better to work together. You never know. You might be able to avoid um, surgery if you're having conversation with a brother or a sister about what they do, and you realize, oh, they have herbal remedies for that problem that you have. And you don't have to get your whole heart cut out just to clear a blockage, just change the way you eat. It's amazing. You can find out so much about yourself by loving someone else. So support your nearest Hebrew. Go ahead and, and, and do whatever it takes. But we got what we need. We have everything we need. Just work together. Told our foot all through our code. Let me see if there are any hands in the air. Saw, yeah, saw. I want to see if knows about active charcoal. Yeah, I've heard active charcoal for quite a while, but I just started using it. It's amazing. All right, I call Kai bus. Shabbat Shalom. What's on your mind? Kai you're unmuted. I'm talking as my mind is muted. Sorry. <laughs> talking to myself. I just wanted to say, you, you know, when we didn't have the prayer line for those couple of weeks, I have an immense amount of appreciation for you and for what you do. It didn't, it didn't dawn on me how much it means to me because in the mornings, I get up first. My husband sleeps. So when we're together doing the uh, prayer line, communing with the Most High, that lets me cover my family in the morning. 
And then in the evening, me and him come together and we read scriptures to cover our family. So we cover each other both ways. And you, you in the prayer line is a part of that. My sister's on the prayer line is a part of that. So I just want to thank you. Thank your husband. And I let you guys know how much I have a greater respect and appreciation for what you guys do. And I'm sorry it took me so long to say this. So that's all. Well, high five to you as well, Ako. We appreciate the compliment. We appreciate the appreciation. And, uh, yeah, uh, Co Adira, right? You never miss the prayer line until the line goes dead. <laughs> what? Where are they? <laughs> I guess 15 years of doing this every single week, week after week, no repetitive anything until two mm. weeks ago when my husband finally for the first time did a throwback of the entire day. It threw everybody off. It threw, uh, He was like, no, you're not doing this. You're, go- you're going across seas, and the country is it can wait for you. We can wait. So it, it was very um, different, and I did get several phone calls, text messages, hitting me up trying to figure out what happened and why can't anybody respond to them. And I'm raising my hand. And then one sister said, I could have sworn they called my name. <laughs> I said, sis, they did. It probably did. It was a recording. <laughs> but um, that's what happens. You know, I'm I'm very thankful to the Most High for the rest um the the break that we have because it's not easy coming up with content and and being alert and wanting to sleep when everybody else is but you have to be up um it it it's become part of our fabric and we just appreciate you all uh we definitely love the support and for anybody who sends ever even if it's a dollar we appreciate it because you know the website doesn't show up for free. You know, it may say free conference calling, but it does take uh, a, a little bit to keep this thing going. I just appreciate everybody's support, everybody's help, everybody's word of encouragement. And, um, yeah, every, everything everything counts. Everything matters, and we appreciate every little bit. All right, Toda, for your promises, your prayers, your pledges, Go ahead and throw money. It could be the hard kind or the soft kind that fold, whatever it takes to keep this thing going. I appreciate you all so much. And never, ever stop throwing those blessings out there. Keep on keeping on. All right. Well, we're going we're going to open up for the open expression. For those of you that missed the psalm service that like to give glory to the Most High, want to, you know, read your open expression uh, that you made, um, spoken word, whatever it is, anything giving glory to the Most High, now is your time. Star, five, star. All right, I quote, Baruch Hashem. I'm going to sing that real quick, and you're going to be my backup singer, right? Mm-hmm, backup. Real back. Far back. <laughs> All right. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. Baruch Hashem. 
Our compasses was so good for one and all. Hey, yes, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, right, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, right, yeah. Finally, I glanced over the hilltop. People moaned as they wept as they sang. They sang melodies that are bound to be. You see, this is the great story ever told. They sang, We are the nation of the Torah. They sang, We are the children of Yah. We have come to claim our glory and fame. As we've done to work, God will do the same to you. Yes, yeah. Oh, God. Yes, yeah. Oh, God. Yes, yeah. Finally, I glanced over the hilltop. People moaned as they wept as they sang. They sang melodies that are bound to be. You see, this is the great story ever told. They sang, we are the nation of the Torah. They sang, we are the children of Yah. We have come to play. Our glory and fame, as you've done to us, God will do the same to you. Yes, I am. Oh, God. Yes, I am. Oh, la, 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 la. La 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 Y'all okay. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's what I'm talking about, sister. Give it up. Y'all give it all the way up for our sister, our health spot coordinator, Kaveri Adira. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah, All, right. All right, who's next? Let's see. All right, Kaiser, I see your hand in the air. Let's hear that beautiful bean footage. Okay, y'all, look, I'm, I'm not trying to bring everything down. Everything's great. The energy is phenomenal. I'm just asking for a prayer. But everything's great, though. You know, it's not, it's not a sad thing. It's, you know, it's sad, but. Um, I think I told you guys about there was a young man who died at West Point 
in an accident, in a freak accident, uh, a while back, and you guys prayed for us because we knew him. Yes, ma'am. Well, yeah, he, uh, President Clinton spoke at his funeral. Trump talked about him. It was, it was a, it was a horrifying thing to experience. Anyway, his dad, which he's very close to my husband. I mean, I literally cried for weeks. I fell to the floor. It was just so horrific. We couldn't for about a month. I don't even think, I think we just walked around in a daze. But his father wanted my husband to do the book, which is an honor and a privilege. So I was just asking, because it's such an emotional um, experience for both of them, if you guys can lift them up in prayer. That's all. We're going to keep the day holy. We're not going to uh, stop serving the creator. For all of you who would like to continue on keeping the Shabbat day holy, it's a very good idea to do so. It is the Shabbat. We're not going to buy Bath and Body Works for our girlfriends. We're not going to the basketball game this afternoon. We're going to keep this whole day holy. Not just this morning part where we've been on the prayer line in the beginning of the afternoon. We're going to keep the whole day holy. Why? Because this is the Shabbat. The Most High gave us 24 hours, one day out of the week to keep it holy. Any other day you can go and play baseball or go to the mall or go food shopping. But today we're going to keep it holy. It's only a few more hours left of the Shabbat. Isn't it amazing that the winter hours shortens the day for you? I know. But it is still all day long Shabbat. Mosai doesn't require much of us. But we give him this time and watch what he does for the rest of your week. I thank him for this opportunity yet again to stand before you and minister before you as a servant of the creator and the hostess of this prayer line. And I pray that the creator will continue to bless each and every one of us with a good day, a good mind, a good spirit, happy children, and happy life. 
And as we close this day out with a prayer, this session of the prayer line, not the day, but the session of the prayer line, I ask that you would not just pray for yourselves, but pray for the less fortunate, the fatherless, the widow, the homeless, those that are sick and ailing, those that are insane or out of their minds, those that have been riddled with situations that they can't get out of. Don't forget to pray for the leaders of this nation. Don't forget to pray for those that are in the roles of parents. May not be parents themselves, but they're playing the role of a parent. Pray for pray for everybody that needs prayer. And don't forget, pray for me also. All right, we're going to turn this thing over to Star, asking that he will take us out in prayer. And don't forget to pray for those that are praying for you. All right, well, with that being said, we bid you a Shabbat Shalom. Sorry, I'll start it out. Most high, most powerful, creator of all things. You created me, you created us, you created more things. I exist in your power and you helped me to understand that because you are the reason that I am. Most high, most powerful, creator of all things. You created me, you created us, and you created more things. I exist in your power and you helped me to understand that because you are is the reason that I am. Hallelujah. Great eternal Father, follow our ancient forefathers, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Come before thee as we close out this rendition of the Shabbat prayer line. Thanking you for all that you do for us on a daily and regular basis, even providing food, clothing, and shelter, and good health and strength, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding, sound mind, and body. For humility and discernment, O oh great King. We thank you and even ask that you continue replenishing our spirit when we are tested by the elements of our very existence. Allow us to stand strong and firm and know that you are our provider, our protector, our rock, our redeemer, beside thee there is none. So as we move forward even to the midst of this Sabbath day, the fullness thereof, we thank you, Yah all the lessons that we have embarked on and the ones that we will embark upon that we may be able to receive these with understanding so that we can even be that light that was intended for us to be as soldiers and places high above all the other nations to lead to teach and instruct in righteousness. All praise, honor, and glory are due for you, O great King, now and forevermore. Hallelujah. 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 Shabbat Shalom. Hallelujah. From my family to your family, we bid you a most beautiful, loving, peaceful, and restorative Shabbat Shalom. <laughs>